1: on every video game story ever. My name is Matthew. And I'm Ben. And Ben, would you kindly tell us what what we're doing today? It didn't... It wasn't
2: even 10 seconds before you did the (laughs) joke. We're doing Bioshock. Uh, The first Bioshock... This game is fantastic. It's arguably one of the best games, story-wise, ever made. It's a... I guess it's a pioneer of sorts for first-person shooters. It's nothing revolutionary like you know halo or something but you know this this is a game that you will appreciate more on a second playthrough as well i think um but yeah give us what what should we know about bioshock
1: um well yeah if you've never heard of bioshock it's a first person shooter slash rpg slash horror horror yes slash slash survival horror slash Metroid-style, I guess, a bit, where you have to go different areas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, game. Uh, it was developed by Irrational, which it was technically they were called 2K Boston, just to publish this game. Mm. And then they went back to being called Irrational. Uh, and it was published by 2K, released 21st of August
2: 2007. 2007? Yeah. Okay. So, a
1: long time ago yeah. at this point. Now, mm, so... um. What I would say about this game is it's a very much a game based on atmosphere.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah.
1: It's all about yeah the the world that you're in. This
2: is 1950s horror, the video game. It's fun. The whole aesthetic of this game is really fun. Um, everyone talks like, ah, see, we're gonna. <laughs> it's the 1950s, see, and it's you know you see that in all the vending machines and stuff like. Oh, welcome to the Circus of oh, I Value! Love, I love the Circus <laughs> of Value.
1: That's, that's the best one.
2: <laughs> it's also just quirky and weird, but, like, yeah, really weird. Weird is how I would describe this game. It's yeah, weird.
1: There's, yeah, there's a lot of, like, strange stuff that they've sort of come up with on their own, which is good. Like, it's not really drawn from... Too, like, there is... Okay, I will go into it when I get to the history section, mm. but there is, like... It's drawn from some stuff, but a lot of the stuff that they've got is just made up, like all this thing with the splices and it's, yeah.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, the basic premise is Underwater City called Rapture. You end up there because your plane crashes. Oh, you gotta help this man because his family's in trouble. But there's a big bad man that looks like Walt Disney. That runs the joint, so you got to stop him.
1: That's it. Yeah. So, yeah, he's the creator, Andrew Ryan. He created Rapture, and he sort of created it as, like, he was sick of, like, uh, the American society. Yeah, yeah. And so he sort of went here where it's it's sort of like a business type thing where he, like, wants complete free market. So... Again, I'm just—I'll just take all my info from the history section mm. and just throw it out now because why not? Mm. Um, so it, there's a a book called Atlas Shrugged, which oh, you get yeah, the reference yeah. of Atlas, um, and that's written by a woman called Ayn Rand. Oh yeah, which yeah. also has a lot of the letters of Andrew Ryan in it. Oh, uh, which yeah, I don't know if that's intentional. I assume it is. Um, and the idea of that is—it's uh, quite a cynical idea, which is. That all the peasants, if you will, mm. like the lower people in society are just, the fact that we're helping them is just ruining it for all the good people, like the rich people. Oh, okay. So that's yeah, their sort of okay. idea. So that, that's what the basis of Ryan's idea is, which is that if you take only the rich good people that are like, you know, cause the idea is if you're rich, you're the most talented mm. because you've earned your money somehow. Mm. Taking all those people and End. just yeah, just having them live in their own little place, mm. and then uh, so I will, a lot of this is not spoilers, obviously, because this is all stuff that happened before the events of the game. Yeah, so you yeah, before you arrive, that's sort of already completely broken down. Yeah, I
2: and I mean, this is a, this is a discussion of Bioshock. They go into it, some of the backstory in one of the Bioshock Infinite DLCs. We're not talking about that though. None of that matters. It's just I, I haven't just played this. that, so... Oh,
1: no! <laughs> I haven't even finished... I couldn't finish 2, and I refused to play Infinite Zone. good. Uh, two's got, the worst I started respect. to get into 2. Well, 2 is about, absolutely the worst the thing respect. about 2 is that it wasn't developed by... Uh, by them, by... Arash, oh, I didn't by know that. Boston. It was developed by a split-off, which is called 2K Marin, which is in California somewhere. I don't know. They're named after places. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so that was and so Ken Levine who's the mm. like big creative director head of the whole thing. He wasn't in, really involved in that at all in the okay. second one. Yeah. So it shows. Yeah. So I mean I I played half of 2 and I just got bored, I think. Or well, not Two's. bored, but I just got worn down. Yeah. This was like I when did I first play it? I played it like 2000 oh, and 12, yeah, I'm gonna, 13 or something I'm like that. Try and check, but like I think that was when I looked at my achievements. I first played it in two thousand and yeah, twelve thirteen. So I was like sixteen maybe and I this is an MA game. I was, yeah. It, it the first hour terrified me when oh, I first yeah. played. I
2: there's a part in this game where it's very akin to like the Weeping Angels from Doctor Who.
1: Oh oh mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that part. Yep. Yeah, this is the worst part of the game. The I weird part it. was I remember because I remember right, I think I remember wasn't I like I was at your house or something when you were playing it. And I remember you knew about this thing where yeah, you turn around. Yeah. So you walked up to it and you made someone else take I the controller. The yeah, you made someone else take the controller and turn around for you. because you knew what
2: was coming. I hated it.
1: No, that I was, I hate horror. Yeah. Of- that was, yeah. So then, but then I played, I think I found that bit mm-hmm. this time, and it wasn't that scary. I too. know, yeah. No, I was, yeah. yeah.
2: I was doing revision. No, not, not as nearly, but, not nearly man, as and that I,
1: was, oh, that was crazy. And, yeah. yeah. When I played it in, yeah, whatever 2013, when, whatever
2: it was. When would I have played um, it?
1: So, yeah. So, I mean, the gameplay is, it's different, but it's like not groundbreaking is what i'd say yeah I uh, yeah it's
2: uh, i don't know how i just i mean it's not a fan it's just it's fine yeah
1: yeah like it's, it's just fine. so yeah. for me uh like first person gameplay is like it's it's where it is i don't think you can there's not much more that can yeah. be done with yeah. first person
2: like you can't reinvent the wheel at this stage.
1: Yeah, I think, like, in if you're in a third-person camera, there's a lot more stuff you can do in terms of, like, crazy moves that you yeah, can do. But, yeah. but when you're in first-person, you have a limited ability to turn around and stuff like that. So, particularly when you're on a controller. Hmm. So, it sort of limits how crazy it can be. Now, they try and do some stuff where, like, there's a bit different. So, you can't aim because you have, like, your plasmids on your left okay. hand. yeah. So, yeah. that sort of like is a different effect, I guess, but it it does feel weird spraying a machine gun perfectly accurately without aiming.
2: I mean you can't aim in Halo either.
1: Yeah, I know. Well I thought it was weird in Halo again <laughs> yeah. as well. But yeah, so you've got they've got this sort of combo idea. There is a lot of like contextual stuff in the gameplay, like, you know, using water to electrocute people and yeah, all this sort of that's stuff. A, that's good. And yeah. it is very much an RPG in the way you build your both your plasmids and your tonics, which are like yes. the passive buffs. It's
2: not it's not just a basic oh, here's your gun, here's your ability. I guess Skyrim is kind of like that.
1: Yeah, Skyrim has a bit of like as well of switching your uh, shouts and things. Arguably. Similar to this. Um, And I'm
2: not in any way saying that Bioshock, I mean that Skyrim does combat and stuff worse than this game. That's absolutely wrong. But true.
1: Skyrim's (laughs) combat sucks.
2: Skyrim's combat. Skyrim is a good game. Skyrim's a great game. It's also there's a game <laughs> really bad. Yes. I hate. I know yeah. oh, it's bad. It's very basic. It's just, just like, mash, yeah. the, mash the button. Oh, uh, you killed him. Uh, mash the other button. You zapped him. Yeah. This one, yeah. At least you can play around with how you use your abilities. You know, you can, like you said, there's water on the ground. Zap the water. Electrocute enemies. There's oil on the ground. Zap the oil. Uh, no, I mean, with fire, burn the,
1: you burn the oil. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah, there's... and I think between, you can freeze. There's a freeze uh, blast thing. Uh, there's one where you can throw bees at people. What more could yeah, you want? There's... there's yeah, it's... So, yeah, and, then the, and so it's not really an RPG in the way that you would think of an RPG, which is mm. often, like, wide open worlds where you can go and do lots of side quests. There are no side quests. There's no, like... There's some side areas where you can pick up gear, but there's no, like, different yeah. missions or anything.
2: There's no... I define an RPG arguably as a big collect-a-thon, where you are picking up everything you see because, oh, I might need this, might yeah. need it.
1: Yeah, and it's an RPG in that sense, because yeah. you are you're forever collecting ammo and different tonics mm. and all this stuff, but the idea of the RPG main element is being able to kit out yourself the way you want. So there's you no
2: can- There's no progression in terms of collecting in this game, like you're not going to find a better piece of armour.
1: No, or something like that. But you yeah. might find better buffs on your tonics, yeah, yeah. so you can yeah. So the you have a limited number of slots for your tonics, mm. and so putting in what passives you want is sort of a good key. So you can go for like a stealth play style where you get like crazy melee damage from behind and yeah. all this stuff. Or you could go for a sort of hacker play style where you, you know, make- you get all Because there's a lot- There is a lot of hacking in this oh game. Oh, my God. There's so much hacking. There's I so much of that I have pipe never game? seen so many pipe puzzles in I my know. life. I
2: don't- I mean, I get it because Underwater City, but, like,
1: <laughs> why? Yeah. And so they have to make it, like- They do a good job with the difficulty of those is what I'll say. Because mm. near- like, by about the halfway point, if you haven't put any investment into making hacking easier, it some of them are literally impossible. Yeah, like, they'll yeah. just form a wall it of goes. unblockable tiles, un- like, unpassable tiles, yeah. and you can't do it. So, if you want to be a hacker, you need to put some effort into it. You can't just be really good at yeah. playing puzzles. Yeah.
2: You can't really be a jack of all trades.
1: No. Yeah. But you got to choose, yeah, which which abilities will fit your playstyle, which mm. is, I guess, you know, what the RPG element is. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, in summary, it's very much an atmosphere game, as I said right at yeah, the start. It's, yeah. it's about the world. There's a lot of lore that you don't have to find, like a lot of yeah, audio logs.
2: Yes, you could just sprint through this game, you know, plot point, plot point, plot point, done. But And it's still a fine game like that, but it's, uh, yeah, absolutely picking up the audio logs and stuff Enrich the world, give you a proper understanding of what's happening, how things fell apart, yada yada yada. Mm.
1: And it does, it does give you a different perspectives on the main plot as well. Mm. Um, mm. If you do find those audio logs, and there's certain areas that you can go to that sort of are very related to what ends up happening. Yeah. So I'm sure if you you've probably heard of the twist that there is a twist. Yes. This like is Bioshock is one of the most famous. Twists. This
2: is yeah. I I'd be hard pressed to think of like in a video game, a bigger twist.
1: Yeah. I mean, not off the top of my head. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's one of those ones, like, I think I saw something, I wonder, I saw something a couple of months ago about like, that they, that someone had written something like, looking back at the Bioshock twist, like that's the type of yeah. mm-hmm. level that it's at, that like, we're sitting here like 13 years after it came out, and people are writing stuff going, let's remember this Bioshock twist, it was really important. Yeah. So, we'll talk about the twist in the spoilers, obviously, mm-hmm. because that is the biggest. Spoiler it's the, in the game. yeah, that,
2: that is the point of the game. Like, yeah, you get to that and you're like, okay, that's it. Everything we makes know sense. Everything. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that there. So, do you have anything more to say? I think in this initial I think section? we've done the yeah initial fine yeah all right well we'll, yeah we'll get more into it as we go into the history section which is up next which we didn't talk about if you haven't listed this before this is the sections that there are Mm -hmm. there's the starting section where we just talk about it Then there's going to be the history section and then there's going to be the spoiler section so we will head off and we'll come back with history guys thanks for listening to the past play gaming podcast if you're enjoying the podcast uh, please think about supporting us in some of these ways the the easiest way you can support us is with likes with sharing it with your friends subscribing leaving a review any of the things you can do on the podcast app that you choose to use uh, we would appreciate any of those they help with the algorithms they help us finding more people getting this out to more more listeners and you know it's a great way for us to grow and to keep us being able to make the content that we hope you enjoy. Second thing is you can follow us on social media uh, at passplay passplaygaming, on Twitter or and Instagram at passplaygaming. And we also have a YouTube channel uh, which you can search for, passplaygaming, or the link will be in the description for that channel. Uh, we have all the podcast episodes up there. If you prefer to listen to podcasts on YouTube, you can do that. And we also have some other exclusive videos up there, short form content. Uh, thing like that that you're not going to find on the podcast feed. So check that out. And finally, our Patreon, that's patreon.com slash passplaygaming over there. For as little as $1 a month, you can vote on what games you want to see us do in the future. Uh, for $5 a month, you can get these podcast episodes one week before everyone else, one week early, and it'll be ad-free, so you won't have to hear this ad again. And uh, you can also, for the $5 tier, you get to shortlist those games that are going to go into that vote for the $1 uh backers. So, yeah, those are the th- ways you can support us. Uh anything you can do, we would appreciate and with that I'll let you get back to the show.
2: Somewhere.
1: fast play podcast we are talking about bioshock today and it's time for the history section where we look back at sort of the development cycle some of the decisions that were made and all that sort of how it came about yeah all that jazz so uh as i said at the beginning the game was developed by irrational games which was called irrational games when it was first formed then it got bought by 2K mm-hmm. it was called 2K Boston just to release this game then they decided to go back to being called Irrational again well they were still owned by name 2K name
2: recognition yeah. yeah so
1: they are still owned by 2K and then they went just decided to do that yeah so it was actually developed by 2K Boston with help from 2K Australia
2: mm. Australia Prime. Yeah.
1: yeah so and they were like a split off and they were also Irrational employees but they got split off and they they did help on the second one uh, they, did yes. help, they did help yeah. 2K Marin on Bioshock 2 and they also helped on Infinite. Uh, they also helped on the Bureau XCOM Declassified, which I think was a... Like, I've heard of it. Was it a bad XCOM? That it I- wasn't... Oh,
2: I don't... That might have been the bad one. Yeah, I, don't, I, know they, I know there was an XCOM that people just like... It's like, like yeah. No.
1: I looked at the cover and I've never seen it before. It's like a Is that a the dude, one all the people? It's like a dude in profile with like newspaper clippings around him or something. Oh, sort of I'm thing. thinking
2: of a different one then.
1: And it's like... Because it's, it's it's actually called The Bureau is like the big name and oh. then XCOM's like at the bottom. Oh. So, yeah. But uh, 2K Australia most famously did Borderlands the pre-sequel, pre-sequel yeah. on their own. That was the only... That's the only game that they've actually developed Pre-sequel's on their good. own. Pre-sequel is underrated, I think. Mm, like. Yeah. It's not part of the main series, but it's... Yeah, it's still got all those sort of elements. She'll have Element 3. she probably play 3. No, you know what? Yeah. If if you had told me when I played Borderlands 2, <laughs> well, this is way off topic, if you had told me when I played Borderlands 2 that Borderlands 3 would have been out for like a year and I wouldn't mm-hmm. have played any of it, mm-hmm. I would have mm-hmm. like you know, slapped you in the face.
2: I 100% of Borderlands 2, every achievement, and then, and then 3 came out and I was like,
1: oh, I'll, get, I'll get there eventually. It's like, yeah, they waited so long that I just... I'm okay yeah. with waiting now. No. I'm just... I, I can't commit to it. It's too much.
2: Anyway, Bioshock.
1: Uh, yeah, it's got nothing to do with this. But, yes. So, yeah, they developed that. Uh, since... So, 2K Boston Slash Irrational, they, went, they only came back in full Bioshock Infinite, mm-hmm. which was like 2013, yeah. I think. I didn't actually write it 14? down. Yeah, maybe 14. Mm. And then... Ken Levine was like, yeah, okay, we're shutting up shop. That's it. Irrational's done. So they closed. And then now they've sort of... He's still got a team that exists. And they've, they're now called something... They they did nothing for three years. Then at 2017, they decided they're going to be called Ghost Story Games, which has not released anything yet.
4: No.
1: Um, and... But they're working on something that sounds interesting, but I don't know how it's going to happen in practice, which is... So he said this thing called Narrative Legos, which is... uh, It's sort of like the... It's inspired by the Shadow of Mordor thing, where the Nemesis system, where you have stories that are made without actually having to put in more dialogue and stuff, stories that happen procedurally. Okay. So he's looking for, like... He's trying to make a game that has, like, not infinite, but, like, uh, almost infinite replayability in terms of story elements somehow, without actually... Having to do more work, that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I guess that's what he's trying to do. God, but, that'd that be an undertaking. All. Yes. Well, yeah. they've been doing it for six years, and well, they haven't yeah. they haven't even announced anything yet. So you know, it's it's it is taking a while. Mm. Um. So back in the past, mm-hmm. irrational. Back in the past, you know, before all <laughs> that stuff that I just said. Yeah. Irrational released a game called System Shock. And, mm-hmm. also, and System Shock 2. Yeah. System Shock 2 is the one I've written down because it was the most recent game before Bioshock. Yeah. And all I've written about it is that it was a, well I've written critical Success but Critical Success mm-hmm. and but a commercial failure so it didn't really yeah. make that yeah. much money but people liked it. Mm. I don't know what it was about.
2: Do you know what it was about? No, I used to. Like I, I've read up on it Back when I first played Bioshock, I was like, oh, I wonder how this game came about. I looked up System Shock, don't remember anything. Never played yeah. it. Um I think it's horror-y. E. I think it's kind of cyberpunk-y. That's yeah, not a, okay, that's not okay, a plug okay, okay. or anything at all. I just think it's...
1: Yeah. Um, Yes. So, that came out in, I want to say, 99, but it could be... I've also got 96 in my head for some reason. But I think ninety four. Ninety four. Mm. System Shock two. Oh, System no, System Shock
2: one was ah, ninety four. Okay, I think yeah. System Shock 2, nine. Ninety nine. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. So then again, there was there's big gaps here because it took them a lot of time to get their ideas mm. together for this game, and I mean a long time. Oh yeah. So in two thousand and two, they had an idea of a game system, which is that you have well, sorry, that you have three groups. You've got Protectors, you've got Harvesters, and you've got Drones carrying something Mm. of value. So, that becomes the Big Daddies, the Splicers, Mm -hmm. and the Little Sisters, because they're the people that carry something that the Harvesters want. What was the second category?
2: The Harvesters. Protectors.
1: Protectors, Harvesters, and Drones. Okay. So, the Little Sisters are the Drones because they're weak and because... They carry something useful. do the they harvest? The harvesters want. They, they, they do harvest. I know uh, I wrote them. I actually uh, wrote it down wrong from memory when I wrote it. But that's that's the idea is that the splicers are looking to get the thing. Yeah. Okay. And the little sisters have it. Yeah. So uh, in 2002, that was what they had. They had. They didn't know what these things were called. They had the three groups. Mm-hmm. And so there was a time where the game was set on a Nazi island. <sighs> it was just, just, just an island with a bunch of Nazis on it.
2: That's uh, like Wolfenstein light. Yeah. yeah, there
1: was there was a time where it was in space, because why not? Because that's a good place to put stuff. Uh, and so they didn't really have any more. I they didn't really have anything fully formed. And so uh, a publisher called Code Masters. Have you heard of Code Masters? Yeah. Um, they only publish racing games. right I now. was gonna
2: say they did. Um, they 8 done... supercars because. Yeah.
1: So. They were obviously assume I assume publishing other stuff at this point,
2: mm.
1: um, because they passed on apparently. Mm. Um, but yeah, right now they only do racing games. So they do like they've done like the F ones, the most recent drive game I think. Oh okay. All this sort of stuff. Uh, I think one of the grid, grid two or something. You know, like all the driving games. Yeah. But that's all they do now. But apparently they were doing other stuff and they passed. EA passed. Atari passed. Two K bought it just on the system. They didn't like. Obviously there was still nothing else there. Yeah. So they managed to buy it off that. And that sort of really ramped up production because they had obviously lots more money now. They got to have more people. I think they tripled their staff from 30 to 90, I want to say. Uh, And so they still didn't know what it was going to be. And then Ken Levine, who, as we said, is the mastermind of the Mm -hmm. whole situation, he went to uh, Rockefeller Plaza, which is in... Manhattan, which mm-hmm. I'm sure other people know more than I know. <laughs> but that's where it is. And there's a statue of Atlas holding up oh, holding yeah. up the globe. Yeah. And, like, obviously Atlas plays a big part in this game just as the name. Mm-hmm. But he sort of, just the way that statue was made was what he uh, sort of inspired the aesthetic yeah. of what yeah. became Rapture. And interestingly, I saw that uh, the statue was being built during the Depression, and Rockefeller is it Rockefeller? I think he he was the one that he's like a business guy. He was, big, yeah. he was a business guy. Yeah, and they they whoever was building it they stopped funding it, and he funded it himself, which is very much a parallel to what yeah. to the the plight of Andrew yeah. Ryan. And so, as I said in the previous section, also there's also the book Atlas Shrugged, which. Yeah, if you get the idea, Atlas yeah. is carrying the world, and he's just like Poor people eh, drops yeah. the world, moves on with his life. Like yeah. that's sort of the idea. Atlas is being because if I mean, I assume you know, like you know, and other people know about the story of Atlas, which is yeah. he's like a Greek myth yeah. of yeah, he was like tricked, I believe, into holding up the world. I th- was it Hercules? Is that a Hercules thing? I think Hercules was carrying it for a while. Oh, oh Atlas tricked him into Atlas tricked him Atlas tricked Hercules, Hercules like, oh, into taking it, and then he was like, "All oh, right, man." Yeah, Hercules yeah. tricked him back. So, Atlas' job is to hold up the world, and yeah, so the idea of Atlas Shrugged is Atlas just goes, eh, drops the world, because it's all about selfishness. Mm. Um, So, they said that the the money really was showed in the graphics, which is usually where the money does show a lot of the time. Like, you can come up with a good game system, but getting all that art stuff done uh, is the big problem. So, the biggest issue they had was working out what to do with the... Uh, drones, which were the, became, were going to be the Little Sisters. Yeah. But they weren't to begin with. So they had the idea for the Big Daddies. And, I mean, the Harvesters are very sort of, they're just people, but crazy people.
2: Really messed up. Constantly wearing, like, party masks.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, masquerading Mm. masks. So the first idea they had for Little Sisters were they were just bugs. And it's like, Mm. why is a suit man detecting a bug first? sure. And and then they're like, but the thing is, they wanted you to care about the yeah, drones. Yeah. And you didn't want to just you know squash them like a, was bug. a bug. Bug. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they were trying to get emotional support for these things. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> they were trying to get emotional support for these things. So their next idea, oh get this, you ready for this? <laughs> their next idea was dogs in wheelchairs. I, you know what? <laughs> I I I have
2: sympathy for it. I'll tell you that.
1: I guess I just I just imagine the game as it is now, but just instead of little sisters, you just got dogs rolling around in wheelchairs. chairs. I don't hate the idea. I don't know how it would ever work, but I don't hate the idea. Mm. So that was their next idea, and they didn't. They really they weren't happy with it. They. I wonder what happened to
2: the bloke that came up with the idea.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, it was the best they had at the time, so I'm sure they were okay with him. <laughs> But someone pitched the little girl and they sort of were like, oh man, that's a bit, mm, you know, mm, ooh, that's a bit controversial, but they all immediately also went like, yeah, that's the right answer. And they fired the bloke that had the dog in <laughs> right here.
2: They're
1: like, come on, man, dog are you <laughs> kidding? Like, this is way out of here! We've leveled up. Um, so, yeah, that was the, and then that sort of all led into the, the basic... Morality choice in the game, which we'll get into in the spoiler section. There are weaknesses to the morality choice, I think. Yeah. In terms of, it's not as much of a choice as you wanted. And I will. There will be another quote that I've got here about that. Hmm. Um. And then, so they made all this, and then they play tested it in 2007 when it came out. Hmm. Someone played. They they did a play testing group, and the dude went. The dude that was in charge of the focus group went. Yeah, you're pretty effed here, mate. This is. This is... Everyone hates this. They all hate it. They think it's crap. And they're like, hmm, well, this is a bad sign. Uh, And all that... The main thing that they did... So, they said all the people were like... The questions were like, why are we going in this thing? Why are we going down here? Why is all this happening? And so, they... The main change that they made was they added the first cutscene in the plane. Okay. That was the main thing. So, you said they did other stuff, but that was the big one that, like, just established where, like what's happening mm. and why you're where you are.
2: Even still what you're like a lot of it is like, oh what? What's that who? Why?
1: Um Yeah, I mean so the idea is it does sort of fix it because it's like if you just spawn next to a lighthouse and go down a thing, you're like, what am I doing? At least if you're playing be, crashes. That'd be
2: really indie game. Yeah. That's
1: an indie game. <laughs> At least when you're playing crashes and you're in the ocean and there's only one building near you. Yeah. You're like, well, okay, I guess I'll go to this building. And then, you know, there's no one there. So, you've got to go, well, I guess I'll get in this thing. Yeah. And go down. So, that was... I mean, so, the thing is that it is a very non-traditional game. Mm. And uh, probably whatever they got to play in a playtest doesn't give you the idea of the whole thing. No, yeah, absolutely. You
2: couldn't take a snippet of this game... Really, and mm-hmm.
1: be like, "Oh yeah!" It really, especially with the twist that we'll get into, it all makes yeah. sense in the end. Yeah, so it's sort yeah. of there are hanging questions throughout most of the game until you put it all together. Yeah, and so you really need to take it as a whole. So that could be one reason why. But when we get to the reviews, like it was fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were fine. They were fine with what they had. So because what they showed in that playtest was basically the game, but they just added that cutscene. Yeah, I mean, a couple as, of as, a, a as an
2: actual game it's nothing special it's no. just like again like i've said with probably a couple of the games we've reviewed mainly shadow of the colossus it's an example of games as
1: an art form yeah you're going to hear that a lot yeah. on, on, this, on yeah. this you know that's those are the games we're doing most mm. a lot of the time it's yeah
2: it's absolutely like it's not a you know it's nothing revolutionary in terms of how you play the game or anything but mm-hmm. as a story, as like an aesthetic sort of thing, this yeah, it's fantastic.
1: And that's where the potential is, I think, right now. Like, gameplay is has a ceiling, and we're getting very close mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. But story is always infinite. That's, can, yeah. There's, there's always there's a lot of possibility. things
2: that have already like. There's not much more you can do in terms of a gameplay sense to make like. You've got your basic shooting, jumping, walking, running. You can't do much more with that. It all comes down to the end of, what's this game about? You know what's happening? What's it look like? Blah blah blah.
1: And so, as I said, there's before the third person gives you more freedom oh, yeah, for yeah. crazy gameplay moves because the you way can't that do the camera flip in First yeah. person or something. Exactly. Yeah? But first person, what first person gives you? There are a few things that first person gives you, but the one that matters for this game is immersion. Yeah, yeah. When you're in first person. Like you are, you're if there. This game you're was the third character. person. It'll be weird in yeah. third person, especially because of the sort of like you don't there's, you don't know anything really much about yourself in this game, and so I don't think you.
2: I think you speak in the very beginning cutscene. You're like, oh yeah, something, something, and then your plane crashes, and then I don't think I don't you think say another word. No, you make we'll, grunts and stuff.
1: There's a exactly there's a voice actor credited, and I was like, when do you talk? Mm. When do you talk in this? So, because your character's name is like Jack, Jack the most generic yeah. name in history, yeah. like. But yeah, you. The idea is, yeah, that you're pretty much a blank slate most of the way, Mm-hmm. and then you get some character development near the end.
2: Yeah, I mean, again, you're kind of—it's the whole silent protagonist thing of put yourself in their shoes, like mm-hmm. Master Chief, for you know, in I the said first silent. In the silent. first two, like, well, I mean, you know. He, beca- we, he became an actual protagonist. We had that conversation. Yeah. But, yeah, it, when you make your character silent, you can be that character, essentially. Mm. So, yeah.
1: Um, all right. Voice acting. Uh, so, the voice acting in this is, like, most, almost all the people, com- like, completely, like, just off the grid, random people that, like, have no... I don't want to insult these people, but they, they have very little work, like credits yeah, for the, things. Yeah. Never no main things. So the guy who plays who does Frank Fontaine's voice, uh, he's basically done nothing. His name's Greg Baldwin. I feel bad I about that. I feel bad saying section. that. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Look, there are some people who have done some stuff. But um, He, yeah, he, like, like, okay, they've all done stuff, but, like, nothing that really jumped out to me no no main roles. uh, That's what I'm looking forward to mention here. So, uh, Carl Hanover did Atlas and he did Atlas in the, all the games. And he also did, uh, like some Fontaine in other games and stuff. So, like, Baldwin was like around for a bit. I don't know. It was a weird, they switched roles a bit. Hmm. Um, Armin Shimmerman, he actually, he did Andrew Ryan. He actually was doing stuff. He was a main character. I don't, I don't know anything about deep space time. Star Trek. Oh, yeah. but he played someone called Quark or Quark Mm. or whatever. The guy from Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Captain Quark from (laughs) Ratchet and Clank. Exactly. Um, he was also in Buffy for a bit and he played Dr. Nefarious in Ratchet and Clank 3. Wow. (laughs) And in the new, and in the new movie. So yeah, there you go. Uh, I'll I'll list all the people other people that had like nothing because I'll get to the good people at the end. <laughs> okay. Sad. So okay. I actually do feel bad saying this one because she's sort of like I don't know she's been around a long time. Someone called like Anne Bobby played Tenenbaum. Mm. She's she's like she's yeah she's a veteran act, actress but I don't, she hasn't done any big credits that I that I could find. Yeah, okay. Not that anything that jumped out to me. Yeah. So yeah, don't be insulted. I'm sorry. Uh, T. Ryder Smith played Sandra cohen again nothing that Mm. jumped out to me there uh juliet landau i've forgotten oh she plays the little sisters she actually did have a thing yeah she was she had like a you know 20 episode run or something on buffy as well okay someone called drusilla which i'm assuming is a vampire i've never seen buffy she's a vampire slayer drusilla i'm gonna guess vampire Although she was in it for 17 and she wasn't slain, so well she could have been slain. At the Buffy end, but...
2: just slacking. I don't yeah, know. she was just lazy.
1: Um, but the key one is who did the circus of value, and the answer was Ken Levine. <laughs> I think Ken. he did. He did another one of the machines as well. Um, but it, it was just like <laughs> right at the bottom. There's like the credits for like. Who did the circus of value? The credit for the bandito machine. She's like, Oh, yeah, no! Yeah, bandito! And that's like, probably racist. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> it was good. That's all it is. Like, that, the vending machines in this game are great. I, yeah. I love them so much.
2: Welcome to the circus of value! Tell
1: your friends <laughs> about the circus of value! <laughs> it's great. Uh, and then, music. So... There's a lot of there's some original music. There's mm-hmm. like I think uh, twelve songs, and the composer was Gary Shyman. But there's also thirty-ish licensed songs from yeah. the thirties and fifties. Yeah. So I've written some that jumped out to me, and by that not even songs, but people. Bing Crosby mm-hmm. has a couple on there. Perry Como, Billy Holiday. Uh the the big one that we're going to talk about for me was Shostakovich's Waltz of the Flowers. Yeah. Which is Cohen's one, mm-hmm. uh, and Danny Boy, you know the pipes, the pipes, etc. There was lots of covers of that, but Mario Lanza was the one they used, and uh, Jesus Loves Me, which is not oh, actually in God, the game yeah, as a song, right. but all the splices all the wander splice around singing it. it. yeah. Uh, so Jesus those are the ones loves that jumps me.
2: This I know, because yeah. the Bible tells me so. Exactly. Except, yeah,
1: that's how it uh, goes. But it's yeah. way more creepy when they do. Yeah. It. Uh, really Jesus high. loves me. Yeah, this, I this I know. This all
2: sounds so. God, this game is weird, it's, dude. Yeah, it's, it's such it's, a weird it's just, game.
1: Like, I think I remember the first time I heard someone singing that in mm. the first playthrough. I was like, this dude's a boss. Like he, <laughs> like <laughs> he's like. A cool guy like this dude's this religious. Dude, this dude's <laughs> super creepy. Like, but they just everyone just sees yeah, it. Like, it's yeah. just a thing. Um, yeah, they the, all the splices. They all say weird stuff all the time. Like, I can't. I'm, it's not exactly what they say. It doesn't jump out to me. But like, they're they're just always saying weird stuff. It's, yeah. Just-
2: Oh, come help with the harp, too! Yeah, like, isn't there like, what? isn't there
1: one that's like has a pram or something? And, I think but so. In the pram, there's just a gun. Yeah,
2: that's the very, that's like the very first splice user. you see. Yeah, know, okay. of thing, and then she's like,
1: "Ah, oh, my baby," or something <laughs> like something
2: stupid. It's, and gun, yeah, it's, it's like, a gun. It's just a gun in the pram. Yeah, it's <laughs> like what?
1: Yeah. So the idea, which uh I mean, this is not really part of the history section at all, but the idea is like that they. Well, we didn't really talk about this—the whole Adam situation. No. So no, what happened? What, what broke moment. on this? What ended up breaking this sort of? I mean, utopia. Should, we,
2: should we save this for like spoilers, dude?
1: I guess this isn't really spoilers. This no, I mean, we're the yeah. history. Level, I okay, guess. okay, yeah. it's not really history. All right, yeah. well, we'll leave it for okay. the okay. other section. It'll be right at the start. So if you like, if you really want to know about this, it's not really a spoiler. <laughs> it's you not can a spoiler. jump into the start no, of, of the just spoiler a story, section. Man. You can jump into the start of the spoiler section. We won't spoil stuff for that first part. Um, But that's, yeah, that's about all I've got for history. Mm. Oh, no, actually, I've got a second set of dot points here that I write at the bottom of my thing that I put a bunch of page breaks for no reason. So, <laughs> these are mostly, like, random points and uh, quotes from because there was, like, three different uh, interviews with Ken Levine that I read mm-hmm. in this, and they're all just the references of Wikipedia. But, so, if you want to... Oh, this is a new thing that I'm going to do from this episode because I'm remembering to do it. If you want uh, the links for where I got all this I- info from, that'll be in the description. All the sources. So, the source. yeah, all the sources yep. of where I got all this history stuff from. So, if you want to read the full interviews, which they are quite interesting, and I didn't put them all in here yet. Yeah, uh, they'll all be there in the description if you want to see yep. more about the game. So, there was also, after the Nazi island, there was also an idea where you were a, uh, the player was a cult deprogrammer, so, the idea is, like, okay. you they're like a person that, like, you know, you grab someone from a cult and you try and bring them back, whatever, like... Reverse brainwashing? Yeah, you, you, you basically reverse brainwash them. Yeah. But the example that he gave, which he said not wasn't going to be what the game was about, he, he said you're going to be, like, hired by a senator in the game, but the example he gave was, like, someone trying to convert their daughter, who was a lesbian, to convert them back. Okay. Which yeah. is obviously not... But he said that's not what you actually were going to do. Yeah. Um... Oh, actually, mentioning mentioning like the sources, right? one of the interviews was actually done by Chris Remo, who you will remember was one of the, I believe, one of the game director, art director type deals on Firewatch. Oh, and we okay. talked about him yeah. in the Firewatch episode. Hmm. So he was he worked for a place called Shack News, which is where yeah the, yeah yeah yeah. So where we did the interview. So I just thought that was interesting. Hmm. Bit of. Uh, Podcast Cinematic Universe Cinety- there, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. He's come back. Um, uh, so, one of the things that he talked about a lot was the idea of uh, the balance between exposition, which is obviously stuff that's told to you all the time, yeah. and contextual lore, which is, in this case, the audio logs and mm-hmm. things that are things you can find out that you don't have to, that are around, yeah. and not forcing you to do stuff or forcing you to hear stuff. So, there is a lot of that in this game, like... There's not many... There's barely any cutscenes. There's, like, two.
2: No. Yeah.
1: The one at the start and the one at the twist. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so that's sort of the... I mean, we
2: talk about show, don't tell, but, like, this game tells you everything.
1: It does, yeah. It really does, but... I, well, yeah, we'll get into that. But, yeah, I th- the fact that it's sort of optional logs and stuff sort mm. of is... I think it's different to them just... If they just played every audio log over the course of the story yeah, eventually... Yeah. Like it seems it's too much. Yeah. Um so they give you that choice to find stuff when you want. And it's like a lot for me I like to like when I pick up logs like that, I also I sometimes like to just sort of just stand stare yeah. Yeah. and listen
2: and Because otherwise in. then like the proper dialogue will cut in. Yeah, cut exactly. And you don't so.
1: like you don't want like interesting stuff to be happening while you're in a gunfight, no. like and all yeah. this stuff. No. Um Oh I gotta save that for the end. Okay. okay. I gotta save that for the spoiler part. Okay. Um he also said there was a lot of inspiration from Half Life. Now I haven't played Half Life. I know Half Life's great. I can, no, I can see that. I can get it. But I think some of that's also related to the twist. So I don't want to talk too much about okay, it. Okay. Uh, he says cutscenes are a coward's way out. <laughs> He's like anyone can write, you know, yeah, twenty minutes yeah. of a cutscene. Okay. But it's it's that's what he was talking as well about the exposition. He's saying anyone can write a twenty minute cutscene, but you it's it's different. I guess that is. Like I'm not offended by cutscenes, but no, like yeah. it is very much leaning on the movie side and not taking advantage yes, of what games I would, bring. I
2: would prefer to be there and present for yeah. this. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not the it's not the unique part of games. It's very much leaning on other mediums. Yeah. And I guess no, this is yeah. Mm, the what? little sister choice. Should I, Can I talk about that? I'd say, but oh, that's no okay. we'll save that for the end as well. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's it for history section. Okay. So we're going to go into the full game after this short break. As I said, if you want to hear about that thing that I, what was that thing we were talking At about? The Adam stuff. Oh, the Adam, yeah. no, just then, Yeah. You no, know, what was the thing I said before that wasn't going to be a spoiler Oh, that I was talking about? Couldn't tell you. No, couldn't tell you. Um, I don't know. Oh, the whole. Yeah, yeah, that was the whole thing. The whole. All the Adam stuff. Yeah, that thing I just yeah. said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you want to hear about that? The very start of the spoiler section will be not spoilers. It will be about that. Mm-hmm. So. Goodbye. A man has a choice. I chose
5: the impossible. I built a city where the artist would not fear the censor. Where are great would not be constrained by the small. the scientist would not be bound by petty morality. I chose to build rapture. But my city was betrayed by the weak. So I ask you, my friend, If your life were the prize, would you kill the innocent? Would you sacrifice your humanity? We all make choices, but in the end, our choices make us.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Past Play Podcast. This is the spoiler section for Bioshock.
2: Now, well, first of all, we've got to talk about the Adam thing. The non-spoiler
1: part is (laughs) is this part. (laughs) We'll get into the proper spoilers. Yeah, yeah. if you you were teased by us, you know, talking about Adam before, Uh, we're going to talk about it now. here it comes. Yeah, it's not that crazy, but yeah, okay. So, yeah, so Ryan created this society called Rapture, under the sea. He got all the rich people to come out over. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of problems. The first problem was that in every society uh, there, I mean, there's an audio log in one of the bathrooms like someone starts to clean the toilets yeah, like yeah. even though this is all the rich cool people someone's got to do the hard job yeah. so there's still poor people in these rich people yeah. um, so that was a big problem second problem was Fontaine who yes. sort of gets a, he's like a business mogul type deal mm-hmm. and he gets a bit of out, out of hand and then they end up like having a civil war and I think Ryan, like, tries to shut him down, which is the antithesis of his free market yeah. philosophy.
2: Right. Something... Fontaine... To- okay, so, it, well, it's basically, yeah, Andrew Ryan versus Fontaine. Um, Fontaine eventually dies. Yeah. Um. So...
1: And then as we... Yeah, as the game starts, there's sort of a new movement between ryan and atlas yeah he's leading like the so atlas is the new uh what's the word you use Uh, revolution yeah yeah Yeah. but like his is different to fontaine's fontaine's was like ruthless Mm businessman atlas is like power for the people rise up the peasants etc but the biggest problem in the whole thing was adam plasmids
6: changed everything they destroyed our bodies our minds we couldn't handle it. Best friends butchering one another. Babies strangled in cribs. The whole city went to hell.
1: So mm-hmm. they, this is sort of very, very loosely based on some real-ish science that happened in that was happening in about two thousand seven. Okay, yeah. But this thing with sea slugs—they oh, got yeah, they some. Yeah. The, Adam came from sea slugs or something, and then it gives you like superpowers. And so these dudes have been injecting themselves it's with drugs. It. Yeah. But yeah, it gives you powers, but it also just messes up your head. So they're all gone insane and just yeah doing you, crazy stuff. You inject
2: stuff. the drugs, you get superpowers. That's
1: yeah, that's it. And that's what you spend most of the game doing: injecting yeah. drugs in mm-hmm. yourself and getting better, cooler drugs. To this do game, game stuff. is
2: very pro-drug.
1: Good yeah. job, Bion well, Shock. I mean, I don't know, I don't know if it's <laughs> pro-drug when you look at the impacts. Oh, you're getting cool powers. <laughs> But Ryan doesn't partake in uh, Adam, as far as I know. No, I don't think so. But, yeah, so that was what really broke it, because it just breaks people's brains, eventually. Yeah. Um, so, okay, that's that's where we are now. That's a bit, yeah. So yeah. this is now full spoiler time. Full We're going to go from the whole thing. So. That's, yeah, that's about it. Adam is drawn that gives you superpowers. Done. Yeah. Okay. Spoilers. Spoiler time. So... Go away if you don't want to be... <laughs> if, you want to, if you don't want to know about it, go mean. away. Okay, so, as we said, you start on a plane. Mm-hmm. And I remember in the, one of the interviews, he sort of... I didn't really, it didn't really jump out to me, but it does make sense, is that, like, he, ve- he very easily places you in the time in that's this scene because... One, you're in a plane, and it looks pretty modern, so it's smoking like... Smoking on a plane, it's you? It's like, you're definitely in a plane, but oh. yeah, you're smoking, so it's <laughs> like... Planes exist, but it's not so late that smoking is mm. still allowed on planes, so it's actually set right on 1960. Uh, yeah. yeah, yep. The year 1960, so...
2: so I think the whole revolution thing happened late 1958 or something. Yeah, okay. Because everyone's still... In like New Year's Eve. Yes. That's the whole point. So
1: it, the the takeover of I can't remember if it was Fontaine's attempt or Atlas's attempt, but whenever it, it actually broke, yeah. yeah. Fontaine's attack on Ryan happened on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. There's like a New Year's Eve party set in one of the spots yeah. early on. Uh, yes, but it's set in nineteen sixty, and so there's like you're reading a letter from your parents. I'm sorry, did you
6: need- they told me. Son, you're special. You were born to do great things. You know what? They were right.
1: And your parents, Mm-hmm. Mm. your your parents, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, then the sort of it just all goes to black, and then you wake up, and the plane's screwing everywhere. They didn't have to yeah. animate it breaking apart. Thumbs easy. up, easy. Um, and you sort of are forced to swim over towards this lighthouse. There's a only one way to go. Yeah. So you go in there. There's like, it's just I don't know why. It's there's a lighthouse out in the middle of nowhere. Like. Isn't the point of lighthouses to keep it away from the rocks? But, you know.
2: That's a good point. There, oh, well. I don't
1: know. It, it's not on the coast at all. But, you know, uh, this is where he's built his secret society. It so, works. yeah. You head into a bathosphere, which is, like, it is a thing. But, like, it's, it's just, just
2: like a... It's just a submarine thing. It's just a
1: orb. Yeah. It's just a round thing that travels through the water. It's just a water elevator. And you get the, like, intro video like like that you would get if you'd come into rapture as a proper person
5: i am andrew ryan and i'm here to ask you a question is a man not entitled to the sweat of his brow no says the man in Washington, it belongs to the poor. No, says the man in the Vatican, it belongs to God. No, says the man in Moscow, it belongs to everyone. I rejected those answers. Instead, I chose something different. I chose the impossible. I chose rapture. city where the artist would not fear the censor where the scientist would not be bound by petty morality where the great would not be constrained by the small and with the sweat of your brow rapture can become
1: your city
5: as well
1: so you know you sort of come over the horizon and it's like really and it's timed perfectly where he's like welcome to rapture exactly as you come in and it looks really good. Like it looks. Oh yeah. It looks like a you know cool yeah, place. Oh obviously. yeah, this place. You're you're like man, this it is, it is fantastic. Of, I've, I've lucked out here. Oh oh. And then you stop, and the first thing you see is uh, a dude getting murdered by mm-hmm. another guy, another yep. like by a chick, I think.
2: Because I think right. yeah, Atlas gets you on the comms, and he's like, "Oh, hey, other dude, go check this out. See what's happening."
6: He's banging off all
4: over. Get a move off! Please, lady. I didn't mean no trespass. Just don't hurt me. Just let me go. Just give me my gun. <coughs> 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 Someone new.
1: So, the yeah, there's a murder in front of you, and then they're trying to get in the one that killed, they're trying to get in to get you, and you saw. And then Atlas, like, does something with security, I think, to get her to run away. Yeah, and then yeah, he he uh tells you to pick up the radio.
2: He's like, Hey,
1: man, uh, he says something like, You know, I'm gonna get you out of here. We're best buddies, uh, and you're like, Man, I just got here. I don't know if I want to leave yet. Um, this
2: place seems cool,
1: (laughs) yeah. I mean, that murder was pretty good, (laughs) so this as is the case with a lot of horror or pseudo-horror, in this case, games, the first part is the most scary. Yeah, it's make or break. You start with no weapons. And so you're just wandering. uh, And, of course, everyone's super creepy. Everyone's scary. Like, I was, like, when the first time I played it, I was permanently in crouch. I was permanently turning around. I was checking my corners because these people are freaky. And, like, there's... So there's, like, there's two types of horror. Like, there's, like... The crazy person that just sprints at you, and then there's like the the slow burn. There's the sort atmospheric of, sort yeah. of like where you just hear creepy sounds, yeah. or they're just sort of wandering around, really weird. Like, and and then it's sort of yeah. When you get spotted, it also switches. But mm. yeah, I think the the creepy horror is more like is affects you more or affects me more. The horror least. that's
2: ever present is the best horror. Mm. As opposed to, again, jump scare horror is the cheapest form of yeah. horror. It's just. It's so. Anyone can do that. Yeah. Like, but this horror where the whole atmosphere is scary, you know, you are constantly on edge, that's the best. Mm. I hate horror, but it's the best sort.
1: Yeah, you know, on that, this isn't. This is a bit of a sidebar, but. I was actually playing yesterday a game called Super Liminal, which just came out. What's it's, it, a, what's, it's a puzzler. Is that the one where... It's you, like you're in a the dream object. the whole time. Oh, and objects okay. is perspective. Okay. Yeah, yeah, perspective. Okay. But there's one level in that that is horror, technically. Mm. And there's literally not... I mean, you don't even see another person in that game. But they really... There's no payoff, but they really build a sense of horror. Like you see... Okay, spoilers for this game, by the way. <laughs> for this part of this game. For this level. Super liminal spoils. Super liminal just came out a, a reasonable, well, on Xbox anyway. Yeah, I think it's been on PC. Yeah, it's been on PC. No. So, it's like, you come into this area and the lights flick- flickering, they're going out and there's like blood trails on the floor, there's mm. bloody handprints on the doors, you go to look in a door that's got a handprint on it and it slams oh. in your face. <laughs> so, it's really freaky but at the end, uh this is the spoiler right now, so skip 10 seconds, it turns out that it's just red paint and they're like half painted a room what so what? but it it works right because I, yeah
2: no I there's get no it.
1: actual horror but it you feel submersion. like there is the whole yeah. time okay no i can get it so that's the type of horror that works to me like i was like freaked out during that yeah. um even though there's no and i didn't expect there to be anything at the end like i thought there it's possible but i didn't expect it mm. because you know it's one of those games where you don't see any other people you're just doing puzzles yeah um but it was, yeah, it was quite genius. So that's the sort of horror that works, and I think that's the sort of horror that definitely pervades the first few hours of this. Yeah, Maybe yeah. not in... Again, it suffers from the same problem that all horror games do, which is once you get cool... Once you get, get, cool, once you get crazy abilities yeah. and start murdering people yeah. left and right... It's not as scary, scary when nothing's a threat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Big daddies. They're still scary all the time, like especially if you oh, accidentally yeah. hit one. Oh, and yeah, because they don't aggro you. on you. Unless... They don't attack you unless you attack yeah. them. No. But if you accidentally aggro one, yeah, you're in like, yeah, it's it's terrifying. Mm. Um, so yeah, your first bit's very tense. You sort of I don't remember exactly how it goes, but you get a wrench, you get a wrench in wrench, some way, and then he's like, "Oh, you got you got a killer." He teaches you to hit people because yeah. I mean, I mean. Basic mode of function.
2: Have you ever killed someone you're about Atlas yeah, to... is Irish. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> because you weren't aware of that. Atlas <laughs> is Irish. I believe for a while he was Australian. Or, no. There is an Australian character. For a while he was Southern. I definitely heard that. And no. We, and no one wanted to trust him when he was Southern. So. No, he was he was a Chinaman. Was he? Oh, God. Yeah. I, saw yeah. I swear I saw something about Southern, but yeah either How do you way, pretend
2: to be a chinaman i don't know i'm not gonna try
1: no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna try <laughs> but, but whatever i th- i swear yeah anyway yeah. But, but he had a different voice mm. and they didn't like people were like man i don't know this guy's with bits of fishes and i don't yeah, know this guys. So they're like this guy's like hi you know who's the most trustworthy people the irish yeah. <laughs> let's go with that. everyone likes irish people irish accents are so nice which is true. The uh, uh, Irish accents uh, uh, are very, like, yeah, charming. good. Yeah. So they made him Irish. Uh, so he, yeah, and then you get your first plasmid off a, I think, a gatherer's gun machine. Yeah. And that's the electro thing. So he teaches you, like, uh, combos. So you zap them and hit them and you get bonus damage. Yeah. yeah. So that's sort of like... If it's there are, stunned,
2: yeah, there's gameplay There are a lot here.
1: of interactions yeah. that they that you can build as you get more powers and different weapons and stuff. Well, not really the weapons, but the weapons are just all different ways of dealing yeah, X damage. Yeah. But uh, the powers to sort of, yeah, using, as we said, using water or gas or whatever, using different yeah, environmental things and mm-hmm. comboing that with your abilities, with your shooting is or hitting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so very early on you come into like the top of a theater and this this isn't the first time but it's it plays knowing the end it's like it's it's the first time I notice something which is he says you walk in and there is a very brief cutscene where you're not in control and he says.
6: That's a child down there? Don't be fooled. She's a little sister now. Somebody went and turned a sweet baby girl into a monster. Whatever you thought about right and wrong on the surface, well, that don't count for much down in Rapture. Those little sisters? They carry Adam. The genetic material that keeps the wheels of Rapture turning. Everybody wants it. Everybody
1: needs it. Would you kindly put that wrench away mm. and you put it down like it disappears off your screen mm. 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 and you mm. come up and so you've come up into this theater and there's a little sister down there because that's what he's saying. He's saying, yeah. uh, you don't want to hit, you don't want to go down there because
2: you don't want to beat on little girls.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, <laughs> I mean, you're up really high. It'd, be, it'd, be, it'd probably be leg breaking to jump. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Is there full damage? No. No. I don't think so. Can you even jump? Yeah. You can, wait. You can jump. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, but you head down and you're, like, safely on the other side of the glass. And then a big daddy comes in and, like, murders some guy. Because, the, yeah, the as we said at the start, the splicers who are the representing the harvesters in these mm-hmm. three, like, triumvirate of roles, yeah, yeah. they want to get the little sisters. And the big daddies are protecting the little sisters. Yeah. So, the little sisters on her own. Little so, what, a harvester collect, comes in. They
2: collect the atom. They collect the atom off And people. then the splicers want the atom because drugs. Yeah. And then the big daddies are like, nah, bro, don't even think about it. That's it. That's the story. Yeah, of the so in
1: this in this exact situation, yeah, you get down there and because the little sister's on her own, the half, the splicer comes in and he's like, oh, I'm going to creep on you and then gets absolutely wrecked mm-hmm. by a big daddy. So there's two types of big daddies in this bouncers, which are the ones that we've, at the start, uh, with the drill the hands, hands yeah. and they're melee only and then there's rosies who have guns. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he gets absolutely wrecked by this guy's drill and so that sort of very quickly sets up the... Dynamic, yeah. you know, you've seen yeah. there's a little sister collecting some stuff. She's really creepy. She sings like as she injects people and like takes this stuff. And then the guy comes in creeping, big, big daddy protect. You get the whole dynamic straight away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then you quickly move into the first sort of main area. That was sort of the tutorial area, which is the medical pavilion. Uh, hacking I've written, hacking. Hacking happens all the all the time. We talked about hacking a bit. So
2: much hacking. So man. many hacking. Like hack the drones, hack the cameras, hack doors and stuff, I think. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, like, God damn. Yeah. At some point, you just start pressing that auto hack button. Like, oh yeah, it costs a <laughs> like, couple just, of bucks. It costs like money, whatever. I think, or I think is there auto hacks you can pick up, maybe? I think there's auto hack tools you can pick up. If there's
2: not, there's some other game that doesn't. Yeah. But so
1: mm-hmm. you Yeah, you like there's so many um hacks to do and yeah, you just get sick of them eventually <laughs> It's just so many yeah. Um, because like every time you go around a corner it's like oh there's a turret oh yeah. you gotta get behind you gotta hack it oh there's a camera oh if the camera sees yeah, you so if the camera sees you weapons. then there's like 90 seconds yeah. where it just uh-huh. spawns infinite security bots to attack you and you have to just gun them down for 90 seconds yeah. and then it runs out and then you get spotted again and then you gotta do it again so that's a that's an irritating part of the game but it is yeah. like a weird sort of it's, it's a different mechanic thing that you like it just adds something rather than just wander around and shoot people. Yeah, it's like you have to worry about hacking and worrying about getting spotted by these cameras, and you can do them in clever ways. So obviously, if you hack a camera or a turret, it'll work for you. Mm-hmm. So you can get like a good trick in some spots is you can get a big daddy spotted by a camera and then he gets swarmed by a bunch of drones. Because so- the
2: the turrets would not ever work in a real world sense, like the flying turrets. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, they're pretty They're bad. just
2: flying metal things. Yeah, what? they're just like a metal box <laughs> like... with a gun and like a
1: helicopter blade on the top. <laughs> yeah. And they make really weird sounds. Like... Yeah. yeah, like... Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the alarms. I just I just said that. Uh, You get like your first tonic. So as we said, tonics are like passives, so you can mm-hmm. choose how you want to kid out your guy. You start with ones. There's three different types. There's physical, there's engineering, I think, mm-hmm. and there's... I can't remember the third I don't one. know what it's called, but... Um, it's but there's three different one, types.
2: I'm not sure. Yeah. So, yeah, you got your three different types of the uh, the tonics or whatever. Yeah. so you and start they with... Just, they complement yeah. your
1: plasmids. You start with one slot, and then you can use Adam, I believe, to yes. unlock new yeah. slots. So there's sort of different ways you can use your Adam. The first <laughs> way is that. Another way is... Uh, at the, well, at the Gatherer's Gardens where you do all this stuff, yeah. but... You can also buy new plasmas, so you can buy different ones, or you can buy upgrades on the ones you have. So, like, it goes up to like three on each one, yeah, I think. So, yeah. you can, so you have start with Electro Bolt one, but you can upgrade that to Electro Bolt two or three yeah. and get more power on, more stun length, more damage, all this stuff. And that applies to all of them. Mm-hmm. So, you've sort of got the two choices, and I believe you can also buy with Adam health upgrades and Eve upgrades. Yes. Which you can. increases yeah. your maximum pool mm-hmm. for both of those. So, Eve is your mana in this case which yeah. is what you need for plasmids. so you have I, I don't know what the health ones are called that's called health hypos oh, i think they're high yeah high they're low, called yeah. The, the eve hypos definitely and they're just yeah. like you inject yourself so health's red yeah uh eve's blue because always is, blue. yeah inject yourself and that boosts up your level so you can carry like nine of each yeah it's and really high. yeah stack up those uh the heels or the eve but yeah every time you use um, um plasmid, you've got a yeah, it's, it's just mana. you got to manner it up. But it doesn't regenerate on its own, yeah. which is a key. Yeah. Uh, so, there's sort of... I mean, it's like everything. I'm, like, sitting there, like, I'm never going to use my... E. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just shoot him. Mm. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to waste it. And then I'm sitting there with, like, max... I mean, it's, max. it's the RPG thing. Exactly. Like, yeah. Oh,
2: I might need this later. Mm. I might...
1: I don't need it now. Like, I need it later. <laughs> mm. So, the... I can't remember exactly why you have to do this. I think maybe the doctor has a key or something. You have to go after the doctor, Dr. Steinman. Yeah. I think he has the key to get out of the area or something. Yeah. But Atlas tells you go after him. He's like... So the idea is, yeah, the bosses are all messed up in some way by Adam, just mm-hmm. like the other people, but they're messed up in a more creepy way. So Steinman's thing is that, like, he's got so obsessed with making people beautiful that he, like, disfigures them. It's weird. Like, he makes them it's, too beautiful and yeah, he kills them. yeah, uh, yeah. So... It's actually reminded me of uh, I was playing Arkham Knight a couple of, this week last week, mm-hmm. and in that there's a side side boss Professor Pig Prof- yeah. who does the same thing. He creates Dollatrons, which are like he thinks are like super beautiful. People. It's just yeah,
2: it's this weird psycho obsession with beauty and, yeah. so, and like just plastic surgery and all that jazz, and. Uh, at one stage, he's like, oh, I don't know, but he's super obsessed with symmetry. I'm pretty sure that's his whole game mm. or something. Um,
1: yeah, that's Because all... you, you
2: encounter him and he's got like three women hanging from the roof or something. He's like, oh, this one was too fat. And it's like, what? She's yeah, like, yeah. She's like 50 kilos or yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <Like>, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> like, oh, this one wasn't symmetrical. And it's like, Christ,
1: dude. What? Yeah, it's just, yeah, he just takes it way too far and. Yeah, uh, starts messing people up and mm. murdering them if they don't look right. Yeah. Uh, so you sort of have to go into the medical area and he runs away for a bit and then you get to fight him. Mm-hmm. He, like, I think, he, like, it's a, it's a, it's nicely set out where he's got, like, some gas here, some water yeah. here, so you yeah. can just environmental attack him all day. Um, he's quite tough, I think, from memory. He is. Yeah. 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 You take him out, he's like the first boss. Uh, and, Yeah, that's a quick run through of medical pavilion. On the way out of that, you come up with the first time that you're supposed to go after a little sister. Mm
5: Mm-hmm. It's just you and me and all the tasty Adam I can drink.
3: (laughs) Stay away from her or it is you who will be shot next.
6: Easy now, Doctor. He's just looking for a wee bit of Adam. Just enough
3: to get by. I'll not have him hurt my little ones.
6: It's okay, lad. That's not a child. Not anymore, ain't. Dr. Tenenbaum saw to that.
3: Peter, do not hurt her. Have you no heart?
6: Oh, Aye, that's a pretty sermon coming from the Gulu. cooked up them creatures in the first place. Took fine little girls and turned them into that, didn't you? Listen to me, Boyle. You won't survive without the animals. Things are
0: carrying. Are you
6: prepared to trade your life, the lives of my wife and child, for ten and of them,
3: little Frankenstein? Here! There is another way. Use this. Free them from their torment. I will make it to be worth your while. Somehow.
1: So I think uh, the Big Daddy gets killed in a cutscene, a very quick cutscene, by yeah. something else, so you don't have to fight it. And that's why you get your first choice. So Tenenbaum oh, yeah, yeah, comes yeah. on. I think she's actually she's above, above you, yeah. so you can see. Because otherwise, like, cause you've never heard from her before. No. So she sort of comes you.
2: you get in this area, and she's pointing the gun at you, and she's like, you, you son of a gun. Yeah. Don't even think about it. And then Atlas is like, "Yeah, do it." Yeah,
1: she tells you. She is tells it- you to like save them, save the yeah. little sisters. And uh, Atlas is like, "No, you gotta kill them. You gotta get yeah. that
2: atom." Oh, they're gross. They're Frankenstein. Yeah. You just kill them. Whatever. If you kill
1: them, you'll get all that atom, and you yeah. will be real good. And you can. You'll need that atom to survive. And so you get the choice. So you can. I. I don't think I've ever seen the Harvest animation because I don't think I've ever done it. No. What? Why? Why would I? <laughs> what sort this? of monster? So if you. So they have like weird, creepy, glowy, like yellow eyes. eyes yeah. Or is it red? I don't know. The yellow, I think. Yellow, yeah, it's, it's red, like it's sequel, red in an early trailer, I believe, but okay. yellow in this, uh, in the game. And then when you do your heel thing on them, it like sucks it out, and then they are just like regular girls. They Still got
2: big, big eyes. Though. They got big eyes, but yeah. they're just regular girls. Yeah.
1: But they all look exactly the same too, which yeah. means, you know, you find out later they're all like yeah. genetically created or something. To not, oh, they do age. I mean, oh, I don't think they age while well, they've got this. Stuff. No, no, but they they can age once you do. Yeah, that
2: because um. Ending cutscene. Yeah, yeah, ending cutscene.
1: Yeah. Um, so, the idea, and this is what I was going to say, uh, what I had written in my history section is the idea is that you can choose to be selfish and get extra Adam, or you can choose to help them. Yeah. Um, but in, the problem is, in the end, it turns out that you're only very minorly disadvantaged by helping because as soon as you help, every time you help three, they'll drop a care package yeah. for you and you get extra Adam in that. And so, you end up almost the same, and Ken Levine said that he wanted it to be- that that was actually 2K forced him to do that. Oh, okay. So, he wanted it to be like, you're sitting there like, man, how am I going to do this if I can't kill the- like, how am I going to do this without killing them? Like, I, I, I've got nothing. I've got yeah. no Adam. Yeah. And so, and that that's a more- That'd be better. That's a more interesting choice. It, it's
2: actually a moral choice yeah. then, not like, oh, it amounts to the same. Whatever. Yeah, exactly.
1: You almost end up the same. So, basically, everyone saves. Yeah. So, yeah, the because of these bonuses. So, if you take all that away and make it really low rewards, mm. and then you're going, man, look at all these rewards. Like, look at all this stuff I could get. I could get all this cool stuff, but I need to kill them. That's a real choice. Yeah. And that's something that was missing. And that was, I think 2K's argument is like- well, I mean one of the arguments is we don't want to promote killing small children. Yeah. By making it better. Yeah, that's a and fair. they also I think that he said they also disagree with the idea of something making the game arbitrarily harder. Mm. So yeah, like, I guess. Whereas if, like if you make a certain decision the game's just harder no matter what difficulty you're playing on. I see. I don't have a
2: problem. Uh, I no, that. neither do
1: I, but that yeah. was what he references the idea. So yeah, that's the whole first that's the whole idea of the morality system mm-hmm. which Ends up being flawed because of the way they implemented it. Yeah. So that's the end of the medical pavilion. You head into Neptune's bounty next. Mm-hmm. So what you're doing is your. Atlas is saying he's going to get you out, and I think. You're, you're trying
2: to save his wife and son.
1: You're trying to save his wife and son. Now, yeah. they, I think he, he's going to take you with him. I don't know.
2: I think so. Oh, I don't I know why so. you'd help him otherwise, but.
1: Uh, yeah. Like, I'd imagine so. What the reason is. Obviously, I know why you do, yeah, why uh, you help him, but. <laughs> uh, 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 um. So, yes, the Neptune's Bounty is like a dock type area, which is a bit weird because the whole thing's underwater anyway, but they have docks. Sure. They they have docks, but there's, there's always, there's no water where the pier is. You know what I mean? Like it's, you can walk down there. It's weird. I don't. What's the point of the dog? I don't is it know. just like a food thing? It's like, like oh, a, it's like fish. a fishery, yeah. yeah so nah. I guess they get fish from the, they maybe they like have some system where they let the water in and all the fish yeah, come in and they yeah. fish them and then they drain the water. I don't know. It's all fancy. Yeah. So this is where you're first introduced really to Fontaine in audio logs. There's a lot of logs of talking mm-hmm. about him, logs from him. Uh and there's like there's definitely a bit where there's, like, a dude, like, that's been strung up or something, and there's a log about how the, he murdered him or something while they were interrogating him. Uh, you need to meet up with Atlas's buddy, who's called Peach. Peach Wilkins. Yeah. And you yeah. get... This is a thing I like. It is a bit of a video game trope, whereas the, this is where the first Spider Splicer is, and they really make it seem like it's really, like, important. Mm-hmm. Like, it's she's got a whole personality... And she's creeping around above you for a while. Is this the same one that in this from the start of the game? Because I think she is a spider <gasps> splicer. I think you that killed that one though. But I she? think she's a spider splicer? I don't. But she's know. she not the lead uh, Maybe.
2: I thought you. Yeah, but I thought you killed that one when she's looking in the crib. Is
1: that yeah. her? Pray, I think so. No, I thought that was just random. Uh, maybe. I thought this was the first spider splicer, but maybe not. Yeah. But anyway, this one they make it feel important. Isn't this where you got the camera? You well you go to, you go to see Peach and he's like, Oh rootin' tootin' I need this camera yeah. yeehaw and then yeah. I mean that's nothing like I him don't at know. all. Yeah. I don't know where that I don't know where that came from. that's not what he says at all.
2: I've
1: uh, been playing too much Red Dead online. Oh god,
2: fun. <laughs> Um but yeah, so she because yeah, she's like played up as like oh my god. Yeah, this is and like there's a whole
1: actual... bit in his little room where he drops she drops from the ceiling and he has to like send out special weapons. I think he says like something member. like,
2: Oh she's I'm trying to do the Irish one. He's not Irish either. No. I don't know what he is, but yeah, she—he's like, "Oh, she's too tough. Don't even, don't even bother." And then she
1: yeah. buggers off into the ceiling. Or and I'm not sure why he wants a camera. He wants you to take photos of the spider splices, but I don't know why. Research. I
2: don't know. Why does he care?
1: I don't. I don't. But, know.
2: Care. I don't know.
1: but you care because because it's a game. That's a game So you yeah you go and get this camera, and it's an it's an. It's another interesting thing that they've done to the sort of just change up the gameplay, mm. and it's it's completely optional, but it also isn't in a way. Don't you? What happens for your research? You do more damage. Yeah. When you okay. take photos of them, you slowly level up your like knowledge about them. So you get you get a bonus for like uh the third, like each shot has diminishing returns on the same person. Yeah. And you get bonuses for action shots. So if, like they're attacking you, and they're you're lunging
2: like, at you, <laughs> and you're like they're like what the hell is this guy doing? Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're <laughs> trying to kill you, and you're just sitting there like snapping some shots at them. You get bonus points for that. So you can sort of spam because you usually have a lot of film reel. Mm. But it obviously eventually it just becomes like negligible to no bonus. And so as you level up your grade, like from E to A, you get bonuses each level. So you get more damage against them. I think at one point you get some sort of... There's some other thing you get like that's specifically related to them or like that's a different thing about them. Maybe like... Better loot off them or something like uh, that. Oh, you might be right. You can loot them better oh, or something like they have like, a weak point? Yeah, they have yeah. a Maybe something like I that. They, as you level it up, you get more stuff. And mm-hmm. you can do this for all enemies. Yeah. So, there's there's only like five or six different types of enemies. There's like four different types of splicer. Thuggish splicer. Yeah. Leadhead.
2: Is Leadhead one?
1: Lead, yeah, Lead splicer. Yeah. I think it's just called Lead. I don't know. Um. Maybe Leadhead. Thuggish splicer is like melee splicer. splicer. Mm-hmm. Lead splicer. Shooting splicer. Spider splicer's, like, jumping around on the ceiling and throws, like, uh, hooks at you, sort yeah, of things. Yeah, like hooks. Ho- and Houdini, Houdini splicer, yeah. who can just teleport. teleport. Uh, they
2: throw fireballs, too, I think.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, those are the four. And then there's the two types of big daddy, Rosie and Bouncer. You mm. can take photos of the little sisters. I believe when you level up the little sister one, you get, like, bonus health or something.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um... And you can take photos of turrets too, I believe, and get stuff against turrets, which makes it easy to hack them and stuff. I think, but I don't Sorry know you... how
2: this works in a in
1: an actual. Yeah, you're just like, hmm, <laughs> that's a turret, definitely. That'll make it easier to hack. Uh, <laughs> I've got this photo from this from like you know, ten meters away of this turret. That's obviously gonna make it easier to hack. It has a gun. Hmm. Yeah. So, or you take a photo of security camera, like, yep, that's a security camera. Now it's easy to hack. <laughs> How's it feel? <laughs> 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 i'll show you <laughs> so yes uh oh when we were talking about the alarms too they like a, you can like pay to turn off the alarm yeah, i believe I yeah so. early and stuff like that but anyway uh yeah so you just go around taking photos of everything throughout the rest of the game yeah. to level up your things so you don't like i said you don't have to do it but no. it's a big advantage to get that extra damage like against all the different types of enemies and stuff because mm-hmm. they're going to be the same enemies the whole time Uh, so he, to introduce you to this mechanic, he makes you take a photo of, you have to get three spider splicer shots. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that getting the three will level you up the first level. So you sort of, in the game, you have to get that first level. And then when you get that first level, you're like, Ooh, I got stuff out of it. Yeah. So you're like, Yeah, yeah, there's a reason to do it. Um, so you take the photos for him, you take him back, take him back to him. I don't know why he wants the photos, but you give it to him. I think you kill that first spider splicer that she's like jumping down from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. He like has to send something out to you. I think he sends like some sort of explosive. I think it's a grenade you. launcher. Yeah, something. he sends a grenade launcher yeah. out. So there's oh yeah, there's a few different weapons, but they're very generic weapons. There's like you got your wrench, you got pistol, you've got like Tommy gun, gun, yeah, because it's the shotgun.
4: F- yeah, shotgun, rocket launcher,
1: yeah, basic stuff. I think you get a flamethrower later. Yes, yeah. Um, and then obviously you have got your on your left, LT. You've got your Whatever plasmid. your plasma is, and you can. You've got a radial wheel. You can choose what plasma you want. Uh, I think is—is is there a limit to how many you can have on at once? I think so. I think you may have like four. Ah, uh, I think I yeah. it's four or five. Yeah, only, I know later
2: like, in the game it like messes with you or something, and you can like. Oh yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. There's we'll a bit. Yeah.
1: there's a bit where you have random. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you. Yeah, you can only have a certain number in the slots, and you have to change it based on how you want to be kitted out. Mm. So there's something that's sort of like almost compulsory like the electro bolt because there's usually water around that you yeah. can use or the fire one. It's Yeah. The others, are, there's a lot of gimmicky ones. Yeah. There's but, some that aren't as useful. So you only really get like, once you choose those really basic ones, like electro bolt's so good because it stuns turrets as well, like yeah. in cameras. So once you get through the gimmicky ones, you sort of only have like two slots left maybe to choose ones you want. Yeah. Uh, also speaking of, there's a, I'll play one like of these probably in the edit after I say this sentence
0: light up foes to
1: a thousand degrees warning fire spreads. there's like little uh, vignettes sort of things for each one that's like mm-hmm. set your enemies on fire <laughs> incinerate and then it's like a little jingle little, little yeah like a little cartoon yeah there's a little cartoon man that, that like just sits yeah. there and he's like ha ha and then telekinesis like,
2: can throw stuff at people it's like okay yeah, yeah that, that's telekinesis <laughs> like, yeah
1: so it's yeah uh, those are sort of again that's like a fun little atmosphere because you can it, imagine yeah, people going into the go into the, sh- go into the, the yeah uh, oh boy I can't thing. wait to get my telecom oh, well, I, I, <laughs> uh, I gotta get this I gotta get this <laughs> cool uh, thing and then there's a the little fun advertising <laughs> I'm like yeah I wanna get that <laughs> hell yeah so yeah that's fun Um, why like in a logical built society mm. why do you need the ability to throw bees at people uh, In a society that's not broken down, which nah, is what would happen nah, when I'd they invented these, why do you need the ability to summon and bees? throw bees? Why would, like a
2: fire I can get? Not, you know, oh, here, start a fire, catch, you know. Yeah. Even uh, electricity is like, uh it's not what yet. you do with it. I mean, there's also
1: one called Hypnotize Big Daddy. I was where, like, just about to say if that. If they had Hypnotize Big yeah. Daddy,
2: you'd think that all the Big Daddies would be If this way. is a proper society... And then someone's walking around like, ah, pranks. And they're like, what's the
1: point? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But these all things all exist. Mm-hmm. Um So yes. There you so he lets you he because he's Atlas's guy, but and so he's supposed to have let you just in straight away, but he made you get the camera first. So yeah. he lets you in and then he's like well, I don't allow any weapons in here, so you better dump all your weapons in this box. So you're like, okay, I'll dump all the weapons. I mean, you don't want to, but you do. And Atlas is like, oh, he can't take your plasmids from you, though. Yeah, yeah. He's (laughs) like, well, you haven't got weapons, but you've got your plasmids. And then, I think that's more Scottish, but... (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, But, of course, you go down into this freezer area, and he immediately turns on you. Yeah. And so you've got to fight him with plasmids and... Wrench? I think you have wrench, maybe. Uh, I don't know yeah. if you do have wrench.
2: I think you can eventually pick up guns from people you kill.
1: Yeah, I think so. Something yeah. like that. So, you're basically, yeah, you're very, he's got like a turret protecting him and he's got like, it's like really foggy.
2: Because
1: mm, like, it's, it's, it's like, it's like a freezer It's a freezer, right? yeah, yeah, but he's like got mist or something going on. So, you can sort of, yeah, you gotta, makes it a bit difficult to fight him without mm. any weapons. Which, I don't know, it's like one of the, they do. The last get the last fight in this game is really bad. Yeah, so it's like the these fights are more interesting. Like you know all we'll the other fights. It that.
2: eventually boils down to like, oh, we need a boss fight at the end of the game. Yeah, they basically wow. said like they weren't happy with the
1: boss fight that they yeah. got at the end. It wasn't like it's, that effective. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he turns on you. You fight him. Move on with your life. Mm-hmm. Eventually. Yeah. Uh. This is the first time I remember seeing a Power to the People, but I'm not sure, which is the upgrade station. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, each weapon has two or three upgrades that you can do for it, and there's a Power to the People station that you, if you find it, you get one upgrade and then it turns off. Mm-hmm. So, there's obviously a limited number, and you're probably not going to upgrade everything, especially if you miss any, which yeah. is some of them it's hard, like it's easy to miss. Uh, and there's also the last shop that we haven't talked about. So, there's... There's the Circus of Value, which is the best Welcome. one. Best one. There's the LMO Bandito, which just yeah. sells you ammo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Gatherer's Garden, which sells you atom upgrades. Yeah. And that's like the Little Sisters one, where's like- Is there a health one? Oh, there's like a little- you can get medical stations. I think so, yeah. There's like a little medical station where you just buy something. Uh-oh. Buy health. I think there's, there's like a, a health a, station. Mm,
2: yeah. No, I, I think you just buy I health bo- from the Circus. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: you just buy them from the Circus of Value. Yeah. Um, and then the, yeah, the gatherer's gardens, like the little scissors where you're like, are you as good as my daddy? Oh, not if you don't go to the gatherer's garden, you aren't. The way she says aren't, that's the bit I remember. <laughs> that, that's 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 like the way she says it. That's the bit I always remember. Uh, and then there's the you invent station, which lets you like craft out of materials. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what you craft. You can craft like, uh, special ammo, like, yeah, like electric buckshot for your shotgun or, or whatever. Um, there's like
2: a... Oh, what, what's it? Uh, there's I like forget what it's called? It's triple what's, what's the cold thing? Like where you spray? Oh,
1: oh the chemical thrower type thing. Yeah, but that's oh, that's like the flamethrower, but what's it's a chemical thrower. Liquid nitrogen. Yeah, you that's, can get liquid a, nitrogen. That's yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, there's there's yeah. electric. There's electric gel that you can use on that as well. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like a flame thrower, electric thrower, nice thrower. Yeah. So I guess that that does give you more build options when you're talking about having to have electro. Well, you can have yeah. electro gel instead. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's a lot of secondary ammo types for some of these weapons. There's like uh, the the machine gun. I remember has anti armor rounds and anti personnel rounds. so Obviously, yeah. some are better against splices and some are better against the turrets. Mm-hmm. So that's the you invent. You can invent sort of special ammo types and some normal ammo types too, like the shotgun. I think the shotgun you always want ammo for, it oh, and yeah. you never have enough. No. Uh, so they're more, they're more around the place, but the power to the peoples is very limited because you only get one upgrade. So it's, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything, but no. you get one choice and then you got to Yeah.
2: It makes you think, what, oh, what am I using the most? or what would be the yeah. most effective for me? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which do I have the most ammo for? Which one so am I going to find the most ammo for? Yeah. What do I want to use? Yeah. So that's the first one I remember, but there probably could have been one before that, that I missed. Uh, and that's basically the end of Neptune's bounty. So next place is Smuggler's Hideout, which is a short area. hmm so you've made it to the there's a bathosphere that's got Alice's wife and child in it. Hmm. So you, yes. you don't see them, <laughs> but you go up so you go up and Ryan's like You've had your fun, but enough is enough.
5: If you press that button, you'll learn what it means to truly be my
6: enemy. <laughs> you blow up fuse up there! Cast me a damn thing in that boot! Give me a tick, and I'll get you out of there. Moira, can you hear me in there, darling?
4: So dark
5: in here. If only your friend could look up and see you. Maybe you could warn him. If only you could do something, anything. Except just stand here.
6: And watch them die. <laughs> Splicers! They're everywhere. I can't hold them. Got to fall back. Get me family out and we'll regroup as soon as we can. Get out if you can. Get out and we'll regroup. The subs! No!
5: You ooze in like an assassin, and then you try to sneak out like a thief. You're no CIA spook. Who are you? Why have you come here? There's two ways to deal with a mystery.
1: Uncover it, or eliminate it. (laughs) Ooh, if you flick that switch, because he wants you to open the door for Atlas. He's like, ooh, if you flick that switch, something bad's going to go down, and you are like, flip it anyway, and something bad goes down. So Atlas runs in, you sort of see him, like... Little, as a little figure. I mean, does he look like he looks like in the picture? I guess he does. Oh, no, yeah, he can't.
2: I don't know. I think he's wearing a helmet.
1: Yeah, he's Maybe. wearing a hat or something. Yeah. So he runs in and then like the splices attack and the bathysphere like explodes or something. Yeah. And then, well, yeah,
2: Andrew Ryan's like, man, if only you could warn him or something.
1: Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's just taunting you as Atlas Atlas is like, go on to look at it and yeah. the spider splices are advancing and you can yeah. see them. And he, yeah, yeah, Ryan's taunting you with it. And then it, like, gets destroyed, and Atlas is, like, you know...
2: Oh, my oh. family. Oh, no. <laughs> That's Scottish. We're doing yeah, Scottish. We're doing Scottish.
1: <laughs> Close enough.
2: Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, his, his family
1: yeah, is he, he's, dead. Yeah, they're dead. Yeah. So he's like, oh, no. And then he's like, we got to kill him. Yeah, we got to kill Ryan. revenge on Ryan now. And we got to kill Ryan. So they, yeah, they head off to... Actually, um, I have questions. Like... Mm. I guess Ryan's just a dick but like knowing what we know about the end how did Atlas know this was all going to happen you know what I mean I think I mean I
2: presume it was just like he he's, he's incentive for you to do this
1: pal yeah I get that but I mean Atlas is like we need to save my wife and child how did he know that Ryan was going to blow them up when they didn't even exist you know what I mean they're not real people is Ryan the one that blows it up or does he set it out himself but I'm I was going to say yeah but Ryan sends them to attack him. I guess they just send him to attack Atlas, and then yeah. the Atlas sets up the Atlas explosion. Atlas blows it up, yeah. I guess. Shouldn't he be a like, Man,
2: my family. Yeah, I guess. Like.
1: I guess, okay. I can accept that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's like, all right, got to go kill Ryan, and to do that, you got to get to this next place. So the next place is Arcadia. It's very, like, trees and mm-hmm. it's sort of... A greenhouse. Yeah, here. it's a greeny area. I'm not
2: sure I understand.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Siri. That was Siri. Ben Siri just jumped into the conversation.
2: <laughs> anyway, thanks for that.
1: Um, so, yeah, it's I all trees and such. It. Yeah, I remember. There's like, there's, there's that, a tree yeah. part and there's sort of a... I, I think the market part's... Andrew similar. Ryan
2: gasses the trees, which seems kind of counterproductive because the, they need this trees place trees. is, yeah, what generates all the oxygen. Yes. So...
1: So for some reason you're offended by him gassing the trees because you want to save them. I don't know why. I think you need to save them to open the door for some reason, but I'm not sure what the reason is. I don't know. And then um, what's her name? Julia Langford is yeah. the name of the she's doctor. Like man, help, she's help like, me to the trees. She's in charge of the trees, and she's like, oh that Ryan, he, you know, he ruined yeah. the trees. He wanted want me to make them?
2: the trees, and now he's taking the trees.
1: Yeah. She's so like, you go up to see her, and then she gets gassed and murdered immediately. Yeah. She's and she's then like, you, please
2: don't. And then she writes a
1: code. She writes the dying a safe. breaths. Yeah. On the wall. There's a few safes in this game where there's you got to find the code yeah. contextually around the area, mm. uh, or you can Google it, but I don't Google it. Um, so I think there's doors as well that have like combination locks so. as well. Doors yeah. and safes. But yeah, uh, so then you read her notes and you find out you need uh, enzymes and distilled water to create this thing called the Lazarus vector. Yeah. Lazarus, like, the most overused yeah, word for resurrection ever. Hey, we're bringing the trees yeah, everyone back to loves Lazarus. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you have to go down to the farmer's market. There's not much in the farmer's market, so you just go around. Some of these you can pick up off people, I think. The, I think the water, so. definitely you can, yeah. I think. The enzymes, I think you have to, is more, like, selective where you can get it from. Yeah. But you definitely have to go into this room that's just filled with bees <laughs> And oh. you have to, like, pull the switch, and the smoke comes to stop them, and then you run around really quick and try and search all the beehives for yeah. the stuff, and then it'll come back, and they'll uh, they'll swarm the room again. Maybe um, the whole
2: throwing bees at people is just an inside joke, like everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that bee room sucks. <laughs> what if we could do that? But Yeah. So, yeah, there's not much really down here, like... Uh, this I remember. This actually, I remember, feels like
2: a side quest.
1: This is a side. There's a, there is some filler in this, uh, in the main story. Like, I mean, there is only the main story really. Yeah. But there's no side mission. There's side areas, but not side yeah. missions. Yeah. So yeah, this bit's definitely a bit of filler, like busy work. And actually, there's a lot of busy work coming up. But the next part I really liked as busy work. Mm. Uh, so you go back. I remember, Actually, I remember this area. Like, it's all over the place. But this area, there's like these big posters for Atlas, like, who is Atlas? And he's, like, sitting <laughs> there all heroic, like Superman. And, yeah, it's sort of... The question, who is, like, that's what sort of... Like, I mean, you, you didn't know his name wasn't just Atlas, and that was just who he was, like, yeah. you know what I mean? But that gives you the idea it's an alias. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so you head back, you save the trees, and then uh, you have to do, like, a wave defense while you wait for it to
2: Oh, do whatever yeah. it does because yeah. the
1: splices for some reason, want to destroy the oxygen supply. So yeah, you we're have gonna... to do a wave defense. So you can set up if, if you if you were smart enough when you came in, you could have hacked all the turrets that were here and they would help yeah. you. But you if can place down them like off, those
2: electric wire traps too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but if you destroyed them, you're in a bit of trouble. Mm. Uh, yeah, and you can set. I think there's cameras as well that you can get the bots on the enemies and stuff. Mm. Uh, so you do a wave defense and then you get to move on to the next bit. So this is this is the definition of like filler side like we don't have any more main plot but we yep. need to extend the game. Maybe. So you come yeah. into Fort Frolic and Atlas is like, all right, just walk through here. This is just a side bit part. We don't need to go here. We can just walk through to the next Bathysphere station. So you walk through, you go to open the Bathysphere, and it disappears, and Sandra Cohen's like, hey, hey. Pranked, it's
2: side mission time. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And he literally, he cuts off the radio so you can't hear Ryan, you can't hear Atlas, and he's just like, all right, we're going to be best buds now for like an hour.
2: Yeah. Hey, go do my stupid, sick... Photos yeah. for me. What I've
1: written about- I've just written about Seneca and he is an artiste. That is his, know, that is his thing. That's, that's a word I'd use, I guess. <laughs> so, he's like very much leaning into like the opera, the- I don't know, like the showmanship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I want to say it's classical just, music, but it wasn't just classical It's big and theatrical. Time. I guess Tchaikovsky was still classical at this yeah. point in the yeah. 60s. Yeah. 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 So, he's very much into the classical. Uh... He's a showman, all that sort of stuff. It's just like
2: super avant-garde, yeah. like
1: yeah. And he has like he has really creepy statue people that are like
2: are they just covered in plaster or something? They're
1: like people that are like yeah, frozen in. Plaster. But they're actual
2: people, yeah, yeah.
1: They're actual people, yes. So that's a bit weird. So you go into like a theater and he's like force some guy to play a dude piano. A piano. He's forced yeah. some guy to play piano, and then he doesn't like it, so he murders him. I think he and blows then- it up. Yeah. And he's like, hey, take, take Then a you got to take of photos of... Yeah. So, he's he's got in his main room, like, four statue people holding yeah. little plaques. This so is magnum opus. His this masterpiece, is a, yeah. which is four photos of dead people. Were it so simple? <laughs> yeah. So, he gets you to take a photo with this guy, and then he's like, all right, here's three other people that I need you to take photos of. Yeah. And he tells you where they are. So, you sort of... You can do this in any order, I guess, I but so. there is a logical path yeah. that makes it more obvious. And you just... Yeah. You bugger
2: off and...
1: You head off to do them. So... One of the, the one that I remember that's the sneaky guy is you're him into a room and there's just a bunch of ice statues and mm. one of them's him. Yeah. So yep. you got to like, you run around going like, hmm, is it this guy him? And then when you look away, he comes behind you and like hits you or something. Uh, the other two are just, you know, they're just around normal guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is where it's a really weird sequence. So you do the, once you do the third picture, so each time, you place a picture, he'll give you a little reward. So yeah. one of the times he gives you the crossbow, which is yeah. I don't know, yeah. a new weapon. Um, but once, uh, you do, yeah. once you do the third one, he like he just sends all his dudes to attack you. I don't know if he has like a crisis of confidence or something, I don't but know.
2: yeah, I don't know. Oh, he says something like, "Oh, you artists uh, sometimes unsure about their work." Blah blah blah. Yeah, so what? he just decides
1: to kill you, like. Yeah. So he sends all these people in and there's this really weird sequence where you have to survive like two or three minutes against mm. an infinite wave of dudes while the Waltz of the Flowers by Tchaikovsky plays. So you, you would know if you don't know by name, no, you know the Waltz of the Flowers. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the That's pretty good actually. That's pretty good. That's it. So you'll know that. Yeah. Uh I think it's from the Nutcracker. Yeah. But it's not it's not the one that everyone knows from the Nutcracker, which is the Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies. It's not that one. Yeah. But it is in the Nutcracker, mm. I think. Um, yeah, so he plays- So it's a really weird juxtaposition of all these dudes trying to murder you while that plays. Uh, and then, yeah, you eventually, you know, you clear them out and whatever.
2: And he's like, man, sorry, you want to do this last thing for me?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, sorry, look, we're friends again, it's fine. (laughs) Can you go get the last guy? So, yeah, you finish it, and then he, like, comes down the stairs, like, oh, yeah, he's got the spotlight, he's excited, like- I- (laughs)
2: What I'd done is I confused this and Borderlands somehow in my mind. Oh
1: yes, mm-hmm. that's
2: yeah the best boss battle ever. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, he's gonna come down, the, he's gonna fall down the stairs, he's
1: gonna die. This yeah. is what happens. I remember yes. this. There is a so if you don't know, there's a I believe it's a Borderlands two, Borderlands 2 DLC, DLC where yeah. the final battle. It's the third DLC. Yeah, the final boss literally trips down some stairs and dies immediately before you yeah. have to fight him, which mm-hmm. is classic Borderlands. Yeah. Uh, it's and not classic bias
2: somehow joke. yeah somehow I was like man this guy's just gonna fall down the stairs yeah,
1: so he comes down like he's doing like the rose throw or whatever yeah. like you know throwing his arms out and you can just shoot him if you want and yeah, like, get into combat I with think him it. but well there is some there is some uh, ramifications to this so if you don't kill him he will be like we're best buds now and he'll open his door he'll open his little thing and there's a tonic in there which is, mm. I believe is Medical Expert too, which is increased healing from mm-hmm. health kits. So that's, you know, a pretty good one. And if you leave him alive, there's actually a later on, actually I skip, uh, I believe it's in Apollo square. I wrote my literal notes for Apollo square later on is nothing much happens. So I'll talk about this now because <laughs> okay. I'm going to skip it later. <laughs> yeah. So in Apollo square, it's like an apartment complex. There's one room oh, you yeah. can go yeah. in and he has like a couple dancing to the waltz and he's like, don't do anything to him. If you leave him, let's see. This is obviously if you kill him, this area is like, you can't do anything with it. Yeah. So, if you go in there, he's like, don't ruin their dance. So, you can... Like, I sort of tried to mess with them without ruining them. Mm. Like, see what I could do. Um, But as soon as you, like, do anything to them... I think if you turn off the music, that's the one that got me. I shot the gramophone. Yeah. And that ruins it. So, then they attack you. And then once you kill, like, a certain number of guys, he'll come down the stairs and fire you. Oh, okay. And... That door is inaccessible unless he comes down it, and up there is the Power to the People station. Oh, so you okay. get a, So you can get an extra upgrade in this side area if you leave him alive at this point. Hmm. So there's really no reason not to kill him because you can kill him again later anyway. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, and you get a bonus. You get both this medical tonic, and I think if you kill him, you can still get the medical tonic because you can get the like key off him or something. I think. Oh, so. uh, but you lose access to the power. To the people. Yeah. He had, I think he has something else in there, too, that you might be able to get if you kill him.
2: I think he has two different...
1: Yeah, he has two different boxes. So, yeah. I think there's another box in there that you can get if you kill him. But, mm. uh, but, yeah, the other option is the power of the people. So, yeah, that's just a side area, which I'm not going to talk about Apollo Square later because okay. it's boring. Yeah. Nothing happens in it. Uh, so, after that, he just goes, all right, bro, you can go now. I'll let you go. And thanks so he turns, this side mission. Yeah, thanks for doing this. And so, well, that's just weird. Like, you know, I mean, like, the, this dude... He locks you in, he forces you to do his thing, and then you're just like, okay, thanks for, thanks I'm out. It's
2: because everyone in this
1: city is just Yeah, he's just weird. taking it too far. Yeah, just, he's just
2: taking everything too far. If I was Jack, I'd just <laughs> shoot myself straight in the head. <laughs> like, if I got, I had all this bathysphere at the start, saw some bloke getting murdered, I'd take the wrench and I'd just beat myself in the head.
1: Yeah, that seems fair. I mean the thing is it's like isn't isn't Jack like the the moral of the story is that Adam makes you go crazy and then Jack's just sitting there like ejecting himself with as many plants as he can
2: find. I mean maybe it's a it's a like gradual thing. I presume it's not like I I guess it's like drugs. I don't know. I guess you keep doing them. I don't know.
1: (laughs) But you know. Sure. Yeah. So uh Hephaestus is the next area. Hmm. Another Greek name, hmm. obviously. You know, Forge, God, or whatever. Uh, again, I just wrote a lot of... filler. Oh, like Literally, my dot points for this are a lot of filler. Have to get past Ryan's security, build a bomb or an EMP or something. It's an
2: EMP, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, you, you have to, like, go into this... Your objective area. is you're
2: trying to get into Ryan's office because you want to kill him. because yeah, exactly. He killed Atlas's...
1: Family. Family. <laughs> and also, well, okay, we didn't... Did I mention... I don't think I mentioned this on... Recording. I mentioned it to you off recording. Mm. At the start, Ryan thinks you're like the reason Ryan like mm. cares about you is he thinks you're like a spy from the government. He thinks you're a
2: CIA spy. Yeah, because like,
1: he, he hates the government. That's why he made this place. You're here to
2: ruin me. You,
1: you absolute piece of garbage. Yeah, exactly. So he hates the government because he made this place and yeah. like because he hates the government. So he yeah. thinks that they're coming to shut him down or something. I mean. They're pretty shut down as it is, like... Yeah, I mean, it's... If, call if, if I was the government and I rock up this place, I'd go, yeah, I think my work's done yeah. here. <laughs> I, think, right. I think we did this one. Good work, boys. <laughs> I think we've shut this down. Uh, let's go on. Yeah. So, yes. So, yeah, you have to... He's got, like, a security gate that you have to... So, you go into this whole side area to build an EMP mm-hmm. to get through it. Um. Some of the some of it involves killing big daddies who don't have little sisters with them. So in each level, there's a certain number of little sisters mm-hmm. that you can get. And as I said, if you get every three that you get, there's 21 big
2: sisters and yeah. uh, little sisters in total. 21. But
1: 21. Yeah, that's a number. Yeah, a number related to this game. Yes. I know what that could be for. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So, but there's more than 21 big daddies because at some point here, you just have to murder big daddies constantly until you get like a part off them. Yeah. Uh. Not the not fun time, but you know, it just extends it. Like, some of that you just spend running around, like, hmm, I wonder if there's another big daddy over here. Oh, yeah. no, there's not. I think a lot
2: of, like, this bit, and then arguably after this bit, is just filler.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, I feel like the story sort of drops off a little bit at this point. Like, there is a lot more It, it busy the, work. the story is
2: absolutely like a roll. It goes all the way up to the twist. And It's just like and it sort of drops uh, off to the end, yeah. yeah.
1: Like, yeah, there's sort of, I guess, I guess the fact that you had such a an objective that felt so close, which was getting to Atlas's family, and then yeah. they push it along, mm-hmm. and then they continue to push the objective along as you get near it. Every time, Yeah. you sort of start as it go, as it continues, you start to think, oh man, a, they've, yeah, they've moved just the, goalposts again. the goalposts again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, at this point, you you build the bomb, you get through his security. And you head into the control room, and this is the big twist. Mm-hmm. So there's actually like I, was, I said in my head. I, I remember I wanted to say I thought about this yesterday. and I wanted to say there was three twists, but in a row. I remember two of them that I was thinking of. I guess there is. Uh, there's three crucial things that happen. I guess I yeah. You no, find I'd, out. I'd say three. You find out the thing.
2: What's happening? Who that is? Yeah. Who you are?
1: yeah yeah. Here, here. Okay. so they I I'm, I want to discuss this bit because I'm not sure about it so the okay. right as you, so you enter and Ryan says
5: even in the book of lies sometimes you find truth there is indeed a season for all things and now that I see you flesh to flesh and blood to blood I know I cannot raise my hand against you but know this You are my greatest disappointment. Does your master hear me? Atlas, you can kill me, but you will never have my city. My strength is not in steel and fire. That is what the parasites will never understand. A season for all things. A time to live and a time to die. A time to build and a
4: time to destroy!
6: Come now, my child. There is one
5: final thing to discuss.
6: What? Riot at the core to self-destruct. This is different than what you did. He's got a mind to take down the whole damn city. Get in there and whack the chunk before the whole joint blows.
1: Oh, I can't. Uh, now that I see you, I know that I can't raise my hand against you. I can't yeah. fight you. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, you are my biggest disappointment.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's all very weird and vague. Yeah. And then he, tells, he, he decides to blow up the whole place. So he like starts the self-destruct. And Atlas is like, oh, God, you yeah. better go stop that. Quick, quick, kill him. So, and then you are seconds from the big twist mm-hmm. and you walk into a room. And then the room tells you, the room tells it to you before the game tells it, you know what I mean? I mean. There's two audio logs in that room that tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. And I feel like, I'm not, I want to, uh, I don't know how I feel about it. Like I feel like
2: you can infer, but the actual cutscene like beats you over the head with it.
1: That's all. Which is also no pun intended. I mean, I feel like it might be more impactful without this room that gives it away to you beforehand.
2: But I, but conversely, I feel like uh, having it like told to you directly instead of you stumbling upon it and being like, what is that? Maybe, huh? Maybe, what? is arguably yeah. better.
1: I mean, it's hard to... I can't remember how I felt about this when I did it the first time, which is yeah. obviously, you know, when you didn't know the twist. The second time, I just felt like, yeah, I mean, you only had to wait one minute and they okay. would have told me because it's, yeah. it's not like they make it vague in this cutscene. No. Like, they flash back. They, like, show it all to you very explicitly. And... But then you walk in, just beforehand, you walk into a room that just says, would you kindly, in written in red on the wall. Yeah. And you're like... You, 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 you should remember how many times Atlas has said that to you, because he says it a lot.
2: The twist is, in case we're being too vague... <laughs> yeah.
1: You are under the
2: influence of, like, brainwashing. Anytime someone, like, begins or ends a phrase with, would you kindly, you are then compelled to do said action. So if someone was like, would you kindly just neck yourself...
1: Yes. And he's like, all right, I'll which find he find tries later. Yeah,
2: so that's that's the twist. You've been used by Atlas this whole time. Atlas is a scumbag. Your entire
1: existence is a lie. Yeah. I think it's it's like, oh, you don't actually have a family. No. You you've, were like this is all put in your head. You were raised in like two years. I think you've only lived for two years and you were you were a kid there. and they like genetically raised actually, you. Actually, yeah, that would make they sense. They genetically raised you into yeah. a human. They sent you out into the world with memories and then they set you up to just to take down the plane. Mm. So alright, so in this room there's two diaries. The first one is like him trying to condition people like he's trying to condition i think you or maybe someone else to Is this Dr. To, Su Chong? Dr. Su Chong, yeah. yes. Um oh I, I skipped uh, him no. in my voice actors no. bit. No. He was actually had some stuff. Okay. He, he did some stuff. Let me quickly. All right. Look, cuz I remember I said I'd get to the good people. Oh he is he plays the main role in Marvel's Runaways which I haven't seen.
2: No, I haven't seen it.
1: Either. But yeah, he's Dr. Su Chong. So he's like the geneticist guy, really, or I don't know, Tannenbaum's sort of the Genesis. I don't know what he is. He's like, he's like, I know yeah, he, yeah, he works. You for see Brian, him in person, in but the, also the Bioshock
2: him. Infinite from a DLC. Yeah, because you, you you go into his office in this and see these that, that this big ass. He like, died. Yeah, yeah. So through him. you see that in the DLC. He,
1: I think he created. Did he create the little no Tannenbaum created Tannenbaum the little sisters, the little sister. but he created the big daddies, I think. And he because he the little sister. There's a there's an audio log later where the little sister so we're all around like he's around with the little sisters and one Mm -hmm. of them's like hey hey I want to do something or whatever like you know because they're little kids and he's like get out of here and he like slaps her or whatever and then the big daddy just like alright it's on and kills him (laughs) Uh, yeah
2: no I think that's exactly yeah I haven't played the Bioshock Infinite DLC but you absolutely see how he dies in it yeah okay like he gets hard impaled slammed on the
1: table and then crap trapped out of him. so he's the one that's in charge of conditioning you so okay I, okay, I'm gonna let this. I'm gonna let this cutscene play, and then we can talk about it.
5: The assassin has overcome my final defense, and now he's come to murder me. In the end, what separates a man from a slave? Money, power, no. A man chooses. A slave obeys. You think you have memories. A farm. A family. An airplane. A crash. And then this place. Was there really a family? Did that airplane crash? Or was it hijacked? Forced down forced down by something less than a man, something bred to sleepwalk through life until they are activated by a simple phrase spoken by their kindly master. Was a man sent to kill or a slave? A man chooses. A slave obeys. Come in. Stop. Would you kindly? Would you kindly? Powerful phrase. Familiar phrase. Would you kindly?
6: Would you kindly get this? Would you kindly find that? Would you kindly find mm-hmm. that? Would you kindly find, would you kindly find? Would you kindly get this? Would you kindly head to Ryan's office and kill the son of a bitch. Sit. Would you
5: kindly? Stand, would you kindly? Run! Stop! Turn. A man chooses. A slave obeys.
4: Kill!
1: There's, like, a stripper or something named. I can't remember her name. But she's she was Ryan's mistress. Yeah. And Fontaine set up... Uh, she, he paid her to get pregnant.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then they, like, extracted the egg, yeah. raised the kid, and then gave it all this programming so that it would do whatever they say. You're the illegitimate son of Andrew Ryan. Yes.
2: That's the second twist. That's two. That's the two
1: twists. So, the explain... The explain of this, the why you have to be Ryan's kid, is because the security is trained to not target Ryan, and so because you're half Ryan, mm. you are only half. You're half immune to the security, so it'll still attack you, but it like that's I guess that's why you can sort of hack it. or something. I don't know. Sure. Like, sure. It's it's like the, they sort of are saying like if you weren't Ryan at all, it would just mess you up immediately. Yeah. Whereas it's sort of, I mean, they are pretty inaccurate, those security drones. Maybe they're like confused by the fact that you're half Ryan. Anyway, that's how they explain it. So, you would have just heard Ryan, he reveals most of this to you. You flat, like you flash back to all these times of him saying, Would you kindly, would you kindly? And the last one's like, Would you kindly go to Ryan's office and kill that son of a bitch? And then, I guess the commands don't work permanently because you don't kill him immediately. No,
2: I mean, it's a bit wishy
1: washy. But I guess, I mean, you, gotta... you, you go to him and he's like, stop, very yeah. kindly. Yeah. And then he.
2: I think he tells you to sit. Like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm a dog. Stared, yeah,
1: sit, stand. Like, go over there, turn around. Yeah, run. Yeah. Run over there, yeah. And then he weirdly makes you kill him.
2: Yeah, I think it's to prove a point. He's, but, to prove
1: a point. Yeah. Like, he's sort of like. Yeah, he's like a
2: man chooses a man a slaver chooses base. Yeah. A
1: slaver base. Yeah.
2: He and he proves obey. that you're a slave. Yeah, yeah,
1: And, I mean, I guess he's sort of, like, he's at this point now where, I mean, Atlas could just tell you to kill him at any point, so yeah. he's just like, I'm going to make you do it mm. to sort of show you. Yeah. And so, that's that's almost another, like, twist, I guess, that you you kill the I boss guess. in a cutscene because he yeah. makes you. Like, it, yeah. that, that, I guess that's part of the first twitch, which yeah. is you're being controlled. So... The big, the big thing about this is, is, you can't do this in every game, but it's like it's, it explains what you're it doing. It becomes,
2: uh, yeah, retroactively it explains makes like everything better. It explains
1: why you're yeah. just obsessively following this objective yeah. marker like you do in every game. Yeah. Because he's making you. Yeah. And that's why when I said that first in that earlier cutscene where you put the wrench away, that's a very subtle thing mm. where he says, "Would you kindly put that wrench like put that away?" And he just you just put it away. Like, no you're asked. forced to put yeah. it away and you watch the cutscene. Now that's something that you do in other games. Any other just, game you'd be like, oh yeah, whatever. yeah, you, yeah. your gun, you just like you turn your gun away and you're like, alright, I'm watching this cutscene. Yeah. But yeah, it explains everything. Yeah. Why you yeah, why you did what he did, why you sort of yeah but it, you're you have the freedom to wander around however you want, but you're actually all still working for Atlas.
2: Yeah, I mean at the, at the end of the day it's a I guess it's a, it's a meta thing. Like you can't progress until you do this objective, mm. which gives it—you know—it's an in-game reason because you, you're told to do this, you're forced to do it. But it's also like in a real-world sense, you got to do this to progress your game.
1: Yeah, right? well, <laughs> like, they, yeah. They explain the game, or they—they they make it counted. Yeah. I guess the whole game situation.
2: So it's why I feel like this game benefits from repeat playthrough
1: yeah like, I mean anything with a big twist like that mm. it's like you look back and you go oh man yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah this is yeah you yeah, really did say would you kindly a lot yeah. like he re- yeah, and, and then I did all the stuff that yeah. he said like he yeah. said to do it and I did it like I have I have basic brain functions so it's like when he says go kill Ryan I don't just walk in a straight line towards him Yeah, I go oh well I have to get past this door yeah. so I better go do this stuff but that's all towards the one goal it, it, told, all, yeah, you do? it
2: amounts to yeah
1: uh, and then you you quickly you grab the genetic key off Ryan because you want to turn off the self-destruct. Mm-hmm. You go in there and then we get reveal number three. Yeah. Oh.
6: <sighs> nice work by all. <laughs> it's time to end this little masquerade. There ain't no Atlas, kid. Never was. Sell it, My line of work takes on a variety of aliases. Hell, once I was even a Chinaman for six but you've been a swan, so I guess I owe you a little honesty. The name's Frank Fontaine. I gotta say, I had a lot of business partners in my life, but you, of course, the fact that you were genetically conditioned to bark like a cocker spaniel when I said... Would you kindly might have had something to do with it, but still. Now, as soon as that machine finishes processing the genetic key you just fished off, Ryan, I'm gonna run Rapture to toes. You've been a pal, but you know what they say? Never mix business with friendship. Thanks for everything, kid. Don't forget to say hi to Ryan for
1: me. <laughs> Which is that Atlas isn't real. At, no, no, Atlas well, will. You already know Atlas is an alias, but the, now you know that it is for Frank Fontaine. yeah Fontaine's not dead. He's not dead. He's just he's franken. pretending to be Atlas, and he for a New Yorker, he does a very good yeah, dude, dude Irish he accent never, never falters. Like <laughs> he's props to him. Which. You would have heard in the voice acting thing, they're actually played by two different people. Yeah, well. So Yeah. yeah. That one's perfect. Exactly. Um but to be fair, the Irish one guy does play Fontaine and Bioshock too, so Oh,
2: okay.
1: So I assume he plays the New Yorker version. Oh, well, there you go. So and there's some clever audio logs later of ones where he's just like talking in his uh new Yorker accent being like haha i'm so i'm so sneaky oh yeah i'm gonna yeah. do all my stuff and someone walks in and is like hey and he's like oh hey <laughs> i didn't see you there
2: yeah this is where um just switches i think this is this is the part where he's like oh I, I pretended to be irish i don't know why i'm being western <laughs> but yeah he's like oh i was irish at one point i was even a chinaman for like yeah yeah he weeks. does
1: say that yeah it's yeah it's like
2: what how is this like are you just fooling people with your voice are you just putting on like a racist voice
1: how are you? How? Hmm. You know, there's like a little picture that comes up when, uh, when he talks. It's yeah. like, where did that picture come from? The picture changes. Once the picture revealed changes revealed when he comes Exactly. To Fontaine, yeah. But it's like, when he was first Atlas, where did that picture come from? I don't know. Is he, that what like, put on well, a wig? When, it, that could have come up on your radio. I don't know if the radio has a screen. Because yeah. like when Ryan talks, <laughs> his little logo comes up, like his face logo yeah. comes up on the screen. But yeah, I mean, eh. it, yeah, it just sort of that moment where it says, like, he says in, like, the Irish accent, oh, yeah, I'm not who you think I am or something, and then it, like, it does the little fade-out that it does when the end of the radio conversation, like,
4: yeah, sure, like yeah. it
1: fades out, and then it fades back in, and then there's Fontaine's little logo there. Yeah. And he, yeah, he starts talking New Yorker. Yeah. And reveals it all to you, that he's said this all up. He, you know, did, like, as we said, he can, like, he can mission for you to be existing and What's created you. his end goal? To control Rapture. He wants it all. Okay. <laughs> all right. He wants to I own guess. it. Okay. That's what he he says.
2: Something why would like. you? Why would you want? Like I can get owning it when it was good, but now? Yeah, I don't know, know. I don't know why he wants it now. Just go back to the surface, yeah, bro. Just
1: like true, true. But get well, I mean, well, I don't know how rotted up he is at this point, but he's crazy rotted up yeah, by this the end. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he'd be accepted on the surface world. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. And then he plans to, like, kill you. Now, slight plot, hole. He doesn't just immediately kill you here. Yeah, God. Once
2: you've done the bidding, just be like, would you kindly just shoot yourself? Yeah.
1: Just, would you kindly
2: (laughs) shoot yourself? And then that's it. Instead he's like, oh, you moron, you absolute idiot. Yeah. And then he sends the security to
1: kill you. Yeah. And so the little sisters, which, I mean, if you murdered all the little sisters- I was going to say, I don't know what happens here. I guess they still help you, but- the little sisters help you uh, run off to... Uh, hey, you're like, here. I think you get knocked out by something, or... Because you end up passing out. You fall out. in a hole. Yeah, okay. And like, yeah. Yeah, you end up passed out, and then Tenenbaum wakes up, wakes you up, and you're in the little sisters, like, house mm. where they all live.
0: Welcome back, child. Welcome to the city where you were born. You are angry at Fontaine, yes? Now you know the truth. You are his tool, brought back to Rapture to save him. You have saved many of my little ones. I owe you a debt. While you sleep, I undo some of Fontaine's mental conditioning. His control is no longer complete, but he can still pull some very unpleasant strings. We made your mind with many locks and keys. Fontaine has most of those keys, but not all. Suchong designed your mind, taught Fontaine to control you. You might find answers in Suchong's flat in Mercury Suites.
1: And I think, I assume, like, I think the number you've saved, before, like, changes how many are there oh, lower, okay. normal looking and how many are creepy looking. Yeah. And if you kill them, obviously, they'll just not be there. I'm pretty sure. Because uh, they're definitely some normal-looking ones, which wouldn't be there if you hadn't saved them. Yeah. Uh, and she sort of says, oh, I got rid of some of his programming, but I need, like, a bit more time. Mm. Or, like, I need... You need to get some cure. Because she was the one that, like... She raised you. I don't know if... She, but Su-Chong did the conditioning. So, I like, Yeah. I think she's been working on a antidote or something.
2: Anyway, yeah. Her whole thing is she's trying to break your... Conditioning. Conditioning. And yet, so, so then you
1: go... So then at this moment, Fontaine's like all right, good try, guys. Now I'm going to kill you. So, like, he, he didn't kill you, like, 10 minutes earlier. Because like, she
2: gives you, like, some slight cure.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's, so, she's, she's yeah. got rid of some of it, so he won't just do everything. So he's like, all right, this has been pretty fun. He's like, yeah, oh, it has been pretty fun. Oh, yeah.
6: And now you've got hooked up with Tenenbaum, huh, kid? She's a regular mother goose. All right, fun's fun, kid. But now... Go get stepped on by a big daddy, would you kindly? (laughs) Huh? I says, would you kindly go get stepped on by a big daddy? (laughs) Ah... Seems like Mother Goose has been playing around in your egg salad. If you won't dance to that tune, I got others. Code Yellow. I just told your brain to tell your heart to stop beating. Not right off the bat, mind you. The heart's a stubborn muscle.
1: Stubborn. (laughs) Now go get stepped on by your daddy. Would you kindly? Yeah. And then he's like, "My sir." (laughs) And then he's like, "Ah, okay, okay. You, I see. She's been messing around in your head." So this is this is
2: where the game play you because you get slightly affected by this. I think it's at this stage you like lose some of your health or something.
1: Yeah, he says, like, oh, I've still got some tricks. And he says, like, Yellow oh, something. Yellow or something. Yellow something. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I just told your heart to stop beating. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't work <laughs> straight away. It doesn't work straight away because it's tough. But yeah. it'll stop eventually. And you're like, oh, damn, better go get healed. Yeah.
2: So then, yeah, your health gets slightly reduced. Is this also the po- No, not yet. But eventually it's you soon. get to a point where... You drink something, I think... I think you take the first batch of the and then it's cure And like, man, your plasmids are messed up. You can only use these
1: random it, ones. It randomly changes, yeah. and, it, and you can only use that one for a set yeah. period, and then it changes to a random one. And it's from all the ones that you have, yeah. not just the ones you've got on your slots. So uh,
2: you're out of luck if you get, like, hypnotized Big Daddy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when you get hypnotized Big Daddy, and you find yeah. a bunch of splices, you're like, well, that sucks. Yeah. Um, but does anything happen?
1: This is where, like... It's just like okay, Fontaine's the bad guy. Let's waste a bunch of time while we try and get him. There's still a third of the game to go. That's
2: the thing. Like nothing. After off- this is what I meant with the whole roller coaster. Once yeah. you
1: get that twist, the rest
2: is just like gradual yeah. until I think the end. On
1: the first playthrough, that 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 carries you like oh, oh yeah. you're on you're the like, big high oh, like man, oh my god, this is go. so good yeah, like yeah. and that carries you to the end. Yeah. As you are like, better get this. Fontaine
2: but once team. you know the twist, you're like oh uh, we're just. Just shooting busy people, working, doing yeah. busy work. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, yeah, you, know, you run to one place and you need the cures. I think the cure... You go to her house and mm. he's like, "Hard lol, of course you gotta go to her house. We already took the cure from there. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, you have to run somewhere else uh, and, yeah, you get random plasmids. As I said, you have to go to Apollo Square at some point when that's where the Sandicoan side mission is. Not worth talking about. Not worth talking about. Yeah. Nothing much happens, This is my yeah. thing, quotes. Eventually, you get cured. You go to another place, Point Prometheus, and... For some reason, you have to like dress up as a big daddy. Oh yeah, you have to escort. You have to escort a little sister. An
2: escort mission right before yeah. the end. But it's yeah. something
1: like she tells you like, oh, you, the little sister won't let you through the door unless she she thinks you're a big daddy. And I'm like, yeah, but I was you control them right most like not control, but just you like, usually tell them what to do. Like they would just they would just save me from that other thing and brought me to their house. So. Why can't you just tell him oh I a
2: little, Yeah, like, couldn't I rescue the little sister and then be like, look... Can yeah, you let me through this door, just, please? Just go yeah,
1: through. Yeah, no, but you have to get, like, the whole suit so you get boots and a helmet and mm-hmm. all this stuff and so you're, like, a big daddy. And I think you get you do get tougher, like, you get more... I, elf, uh, probably. I assume, because yeah, you've got armor on. Yeah. And then, yeah, you have to escort a little sister uh, through, like, a whole thing where she's... She's a creep, creepy little sister, so you, yeah. she's, like you Know stopping to oh, harvest I the atom,
2: the, the people, Mr. Bubbles, yeah. or whatever. It's like, oh, I see gross. angels, yeah, that's it, yeah, like, uh, uh, kind
1: of weird, yeah. Little sisters, just generally creepy yeah. most of the time. I mean, Mr. Bubbles is the thing for big daddies,
2: yeah, it's Mr. Just, B, Mr. B, yeah, yeah.
1: but no, then, Mr. Don't. Bubbles, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> every time you kill one. Uh. But so, then
2: yeah. like Does anything.
1: Notable? That's literally the end that's basically the whole thing. Like, you
2: escort the you escort the big, little, sister, the little sister, and then yeah.
1: that's right at the end. Like she's literally like, Alright, yeah. we're finished escorting, there's a whole bunch of ending machines and you're yeah, like. And, okay, boss the fight. Time. Yeah. Yeah. and the boss fight It's not very good. No. So there's four stages. The first stage is literally just walk up to him and be like, haha, lol. Yeah. And you like extract his
2: Adam. You're taking his Adam out with a syringe. I the guess, same, does she give him the one? Same, I don't know, but they're, they're the same sort of syringes the little, the little sisters have been using to, yeah, like,
1: to get Adam, out, like, of get Adam out of everyone else. Yeah. So the first one, you just walk up and get him. Then he starts, like, he's just, he's got, like, all the elements. He he's, is, like, super yeah, Hulk, he's strong he's man super with, like, roided, blue yeah. skin. It's, like, like
2: a bronzy sort of... Yeah, yeah, yeah I think like, he changes
1: depending on what element Oh, yeah, maybe. no, yeah, you yeah. yeah, might be right. So he has all the elements and, like, he's, yeah, big muscle man. He just
2: shooting him a bunch, and then he's like, Whew, "I need to recharge my atom." And so he you goes like, back. No, and of course, at that moment, that's when you take yeah, the atom. You off will take him, yeah. it, and then you and do then that a couple of times. Yeah, and then four total, and then yeah, ending cutscene.
1: That's it, and then there's three endings depending on what you do. I've only
2: ever seen the best ending.
1: Yeah, no, i only. Mean, so the the good ending is, if, I think you can. It's I don't know if it's like it's percentage wise. I think it's like if you don't, if you kill more than two yeah. you get the bad ending if you don't kill any obviously you get, i think you don't you have to not kill any and also save a reasonable proportion yeah. to yeah. get the good ending so the good ending is like your little best sisters, the little sisters they all rock up like
2: whoo let's go and yeah. then they all jump on him and just start stabbing the hell out of him and draining his atom and just just murdering him They're like wow good on you and then fade to black
6: I had you built, I sent you topside, I called you back, showed you what you was, what you was capable of, even that life you thought you had, that was something I dreamed up, and I tattooed inside your head, now if you don't call that family, I know what
2: it is, and now, Come on, come on
3: They offered you this city. and you refused it and what did you do instead what I've come to expect of you you saved them you gave them the one thing that was stolen from them a chance a chance to learn to find love to live in the end what was your reward you never said but I think I know a family
2: it was like wow you saved them you took them to the surface and you found a family. Yeah, so
1: you, you like, go up and you, like, adopt all of these little yep. sisters mm-hmm. and they all, like, grow up and get married. But
2: not all of them, because there's 21. Yeah, there's only, like, five. You, but you just, them. like, rescue five Yeah and so you, like,
1: live with them and they're, like, your family and
2: all right. that. And then you get old and die and, wow. Yeah. You had a
1: family, good on you. And then, yeah, the bad ending is, like... They offered
3: you everything, yes? And in return, you gave them what you always did. Brutality You took what you wanted All the atom All the power And rapture trembled But in the end Even rapture was not enough for you Your father was terrified That the world would try to steal The secrets of his city for you now have stolen the terrible secrets of the world.
1: You know you're. It's it like shows you being aggressive. Oh, to that's right. I was vaguely
2: seeing this. Yeah,
1: and then like. Uh, there's like some submarine comes along or something and then you like burst out of the water and start murdering them so the idea is like you are like the new Fontaine road yeah, rage guy yeah. and you just start murdering people so and then the really bad ending is just the bad ending again but Tenenbaum's more aggressive when she describes it to you oh.
3: they offered you everything yes and in return, you gave them what I have come to expect of you. Brutality. You took what you wanted. All the atom, all the power... And the rapture trembled, but in the end, even the rapture was not enough for you. Your father was terrified; the world would try to steal the secrets of his city. But not you. For now, you have stolen the terrible secrets of the world.
1: You. It's the same you're a son of a bitch. Like you I think. Are, so the three it's... quotes are like: at the first, it's like uh, she's like they. Gave themselves to you or something, and you showed them kindness. Yeah, and then the other one's like, and then you showed them like oh, I can't remember the word, but it would you would have just heard it because it would have played while yeah. while we were talking about this. Um, and then the very last one, there's an even more aggressive word.
2: Yeah, uh, and then that's it. There's no fanfare. It's just on.
1: Yeah, it just it does end very abruptly once you get because you don't you don't feel like it's going to be a 20-minute escort mission just before the end. Mm. And so you sort of get there. And like,
2: it's like, yeah, there's no wrap-up or anything. No. You're just like, okay, hey, you went to the surface. Like, what happened to Rapture? What happened? What's, what's yeah. happening? Yeah. But I think you go back. Bioshock 2 is set after. Yeah, it's set after Bioshock 1. So you go back.
1: but You don't. Oh, just you a big go, daddy. Yeah, but, know. yeah.
2: You live your life.
1: Yes. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. That's that's the story. That's the story. Again, like big build to the middle, and then sort of a falling off as you just sort of yeah. clean up that yeah. last boss. But it's good. It's though. a good twist. Yeah, it's yeah. A good- the twist, as I said, the twist carries it on that playthrough. Yeah, yeah. the, the twist end.
2: absolutely is like I don't. I don't want to say that's why you play the game, but
1: like God, that's mm. like well, that sort that's of it. that. That building of the story yeah, is is what the heart of the game, hmm. like the the subtle builds of the twists. Yeah. It all it all makes sense, especially if you're listening to audio logs the whole way. You learn more and yeah, more about yeah, it. Absolutely. Um, I'm just glad
2: we didn't uh, review BioShock Infinite because <sighs> you should play it. You really should play it. It is, it gets messy story wise.
1: Yeah, I mean, what, like, I know I need to play two first, but, mm. like, it's just, the whole thing about Bioshock is, like, it's just completely unrelated to mm. it just it, seems... It is it related. Seems complete, it seems completely what, unrelated.
2: Which is what makes it <laughs> it's so like, messy. It's just
1: freaking zip lining and everything. It's like, what, what does that have to do with Because
2: this? eventually it's like, you go to Rapture and it's like, whoa.
1: Yeah, Ultimate Dimensions. A super and DLC then,
2: like, Rancher, yeah. Uh, And then, like, wow, there's a lighthouse in every dimension. What? Whoa, you, man, you always end up.
1: Whoa, I almost want to like. (laughs) I'm quite happy where I am right now. I think (laughs) infinite's fantastic. Seems like like, a lot of mental work. Uh,
2: So he a fourth Bioshock.
1: Well, there's a rumor that they're. They're gonna make another one soon,
2: but not it was a not irrational. Years now. I
1: had something a couple of months ago, yeah. or maybe a month ago, about something potentially in production. But they obviously it's not going to be him because he's the Levine because he's doing this ghost no. story stuff. So yeah. it'd be a new studio. It'd be a it'd be a Bioshock Two version of Bioshock Four, probably. Mm. I mean, I think they know that Bioshock Two wasn't as good. So I mean the the biggest failing of Bioshock 2 to me is that you're like you're a big daddy you're like the superpower. like the whole thing in the first one was like you're this little
2: I could uh, not tell you like anything about Bioshock 2 story
1: the whole thing about yeah this first one is you're this little weak guy and you've got this massive scuba guy and you've got to like use all your powers to try and take him down
2: I know there's a big sister in Bioshock 2 oh god and I think at the end, things are about to blow up, and that's all I could tell you. You go outside at some point into the water. That's all I got. Mm. I don't... <laughs> Maybe I should, like, look at a walkthrough or something, because, God, I don't remember it.
1: Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll do it one day. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, all we have left to do is ratings. Mm-hmm. So, look, I mean, we were down on some parts of this, like... Nah. But I think the core is the gameplay is varied... And it's yes. the best you can hope for. In as, as a genre. game,
2: it's fine. As a story, it's fine. The story fluid. is amazing. World um, building, amazing. There's a bit of drop-off, but like, I don't think it... Yeah, it doesn't affect it, it that much. I mean, you, you've way. still
1: got... By that last point, too, you've got so many crazy weapons and stuff. It's like, it yeah. is just fun. Just it's still fun. Yeah. Setting up people for crazy kills and stuff. Mm. Uh, as you work towards that end goal. Uh, I think you could have cut a little bit out of that ending after the twist. There's a lot you can just, like, snip away. But it's like... Away. I don't know. I feel like I get why they wanted to have a bit of a build to fighting Fontaine. Like you've sort of just peaked, yeah, and you don't want to like immediately just be like, "Oh my god, there's a new boss!" And then, yeah, if you have the
2: twists, and then it's like, "Oh, this guy's the burger, guy." Mm, All right, guess I better kill him. Maybe just kill him. Like, there's a
1: bit of build to it to build him up because you've been building up for Ryan the whole time. Um, But I think I got to give it nine out of ten. That's my that's my overall conclusion. I... I wanted to almost give it 9.5. I
2: would give it 19 out of 21 Little Sisters Rescued. Okay. That's what i give it, mm, which 21. I think amounts to about a 90%. Yeah, so, that'd be a bit over, wouldn't it? I don't know. Yes,
1: it'd bit, be a little bit yeah, over. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, I'm going to... I want to give it a, maybe a 9.5. I don't know if I do point fives. I don't have a system. I Like, I, I almost... I don't have a system. You, you definitely <laughs> have a system. I almost want to give it 10, but it's like... I don't know if it's my, like... Yeah. You know, once, well, I oh, 10, yeah. once I give a 10, once I give a 10, it's like, you yeah. give a 10, uh, then it's like, you know, yeah. you, you can't go up from there. No. So, uh, I've got my Metacritic reviews here. Mm. So, it's got 96 out of 100 on Metacritic from yeah. 44 reviews. Fair. Out of those 14 written reviews, that doesn't include that we're just ratings, 14 mm. of those written ones are 100. Yeah. So, I'll read one, which is from the one that I, the place that I knew the most, which is Eurogamer. Yeah. The hours spent playing this masterpiece were the perfect encapsulation of why video games is such a a favourite waste of time for so many of us. Thrilling, terrifying, moving, confusing, amusing, compelling, and very, very dark. Bioshock isn't simply the sign of gaming realising its true cinematic potential, but one where a game straddles so many entertainment art forms so expertly that it's the best demonstration yet how flexible this medium can be. It's no longer just another shooter wrapped up in a pretty game engine, but a story that exists and unfolds inside the most convincing and elaborate and artistic game world ever cre- ever conceived. That's a, that's a, that's review. a damn good that's review. That's a good review, and that's 100 out of 100, obviously. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, remember when I said about Shadow of the Colossus that like there was a period where people just gave things <sighs> yeah, plus 20 for yeah. effort? I'm going to read you the lowest review. Um, here we go. So, uh, this is from Game Critics. I don't know who they are. but so, so, Bioshock is not a revolutionary game, or even a particularly innovative one. By the time I reached the end, I felt as though I had played a rather standard and predictable first-person shooter. 80 out of 100.
2: <laughs> Man, this game sucks. What, a, what an absolute piece of crap.
1: 8 out of 10. <laughs> Middle of the road, 8 out of 10. <laughs> oh, well. So, that's, that's 2007 game reviews for you. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, I think that's
2: that could possibly do us. Yeah. I, I mean, quickly on game reviews, like... like- how often do you see a AAA game that gets like anything below a five? Right? Yeah.
1: Like, yeah.
2: I think the scales are completely out of whack. But also, like, you do get some real crap games that deserve something below. I that. think, like, so it's absolutely it absolutely comes down to like, oh, you had some effort. Here you go, have some yeah. bonus points, regardless.
1: Yeah. When you talk about AAA's, I think there's a there's a level of production that's like. You just, you just reach a level yeah, of production yeah. immediately just from being big yeah. enough. And that's like, um, that is worth mm-hmm. a certain percentage that you basically can't not uh, Yeah, not well, get. that's the thing. I mean, unless you literally just waste your time with all these resources, like if you just, you know, chill out and do nothing. Yeah. Like the fact, if you actually try with the amount of resources I mean, you have as a AAA. What's the last big game? No Man's Sky comes to mind. I feel like it got panned on release. Yeah, it
2: probably would have, yeah. But No Man's Sky review. Yeah. Um... um
1: yeah, unless you just completely undelivered. But was it even was it even a triple A? No means guy. I don't know. Mm,
2: no, I guess it was more indie. Yeah. But so I
1: think that the the problem with that was that they they pitched a triple A amount of content and they didn't deliver it at all.
2: It got an on A release from um, IGN, I think.
1: Was that on release or was that revised? Oh,
2: updated May sixteen. What was their initial?
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think yeah. There's a there's a base level of quality that you get. Uh, when you're a AAA that, like, gives you an, that over-the-hill yeah. score.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. That's game for I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just, you <laughs> know, video, it's yeah. just
1: weird that, like, you know, someone's going to sit there and go, yeah, it was pretty, it, it yeah. didn't excite me. It was pretty standard. They like, released AM the, to- yeah, they released
2: the game, to date this, they released the gameplay, for Halo Infinite last night, the game's already a 9 out of 10, at least, right? <laughs> like, nothing, it, you know, just by putting it out there, it's a 9 out of 10. Mm. Like,
1: yeah, those games. Yeah, Whatever. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah. It's I'm pretty, assuming, it's, I mean, it's pretty good. AAA trailers at this point, they all look just crazy good. <sighs> yeah, everything
2: that Xbox did in their game showcase, everything's good. Except there was like one game.
1: I'm excited, yeah. even though I still haven't seen it. But you know, I should watch it. I'll watch it anyway. Uh, all right. Well, that's about it. That's all we got. Yeah. Time I feel for like that was pretty this, good. This episode. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. Okay. I definitely press record. That's a mm, good start. Thank God. Yeah. You know, just just suddenly <laughs> for some reason I had just some PTSD. that I didn't press record oh, on this. Man. <laughs> we just talked for like an hour. No um. So yeah. all right, That's it. So next next fortnight we're oh, gonna be we're not we're not doing. I want to do (laughs) a Fortnite. No, no, we're not doing Fortnite. That that was next on Fortnite. That was what I was saying.
4: Uh,
1: In two weeks' time, we will be doing uh, Gears of War 1. Mm -hmm. The original Gears of War. A game that it may baffle you to believe I have never finished. Wait, what? (laughs) What? So, as we know... Uh, I'll tell this story again during Gears of War next week, next Fortnite, Sorry. Um, can you do two, one, three? No, I did two. So I, oh, as I did you two know, one, we got the two. We both got the same Xbox yeah. bundle with Halo Reach and Gears Two. Yeah. So I played two, played three. I played some of one, and then I stopped. And Ooh, then I played I, four. I, and I, then I played. Well, and then I eventually one day played Judgment, and then I yeah. played five. And I've never. I got like most I think I was like act three mm. most of the way through and I stopped. So it's gonna be interesting to see. I mean I sort of actually I don't know how it ends, <laughs> to be fair. I mean so I can't As someone who loves Gears of War, I've never finished I can't Gears of War. Believe so no. I think I'm gonna play the remaster. Yeah. I yeah. mean I because uh, yeah. I have both I right? replayed them all. It recently, makes the most sense like, to play the remaster. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so we're gonna talk about that uh next week i believe they're all on game pass because gears of war first party studio so Mm -hmm. if you want to get into that play it you can so yeah with with that said uh i've been matthew and i've been ben and this has been the past play podcast and we'll talk to you in two weeks time Bye.